0: All right, we are firing up our engines, everybody. Welcome. All right, doing some sound checks here. We're going live on everything, so just be patient with us. Michael Basham here. Hallelujah. We've got some very sophisticated equipment here. Got to make sure that it sounds good. Okay, I think we made sure enough. Forget it. Let's just go live. (laughs) Hallelujah. All right, here we go. Praise the Lord. We're live. Thank you for joining us. Praise the Lord. We are now live on YouTube, Spirit Force, Facebook, Michael Basham, Fringe Radio Network, Spirit Wars. We're live we're live, we're live. we're live. We're live. We're
1: live. We're live. We're
0: live. Yes. Yes. I hope you're ready for some extra-dimensional fun. Oh, yes. We forgot to activate the Twitch. Activate the Twitch Studio. Hmm strange well maybe we won't do twitch this time that's all right didn't do too much twitch there is such a thing as too much twitching <laughs> twitch for all you guys who don't know that's an online um, video game youtube so that's a that's a useful thing because you know like you could you can bash all those gamers out there but actually There's more viewers on PewDiePie's channel than there are like all of CNN combined and all the mainstream news and everything. So that's where everybody's watching. And that's really where the spiritual warfare training, the symbols that we get and the the visions that we get, a lot of it is like a video game. A lot of what the Bible shows you is like a video game. So stay tuned, man. We got a lot of dialogue, a lot of content, a lot of dreams. I saw a ghost this morning. Yeah. So we'll see. We'll see where it all it all leads. If you're all uh, starting your day out there, then welcome. This is the Spirit Wars show, also known as Spirit Force on Spotify now. We are broadcasting live on multiple radio stations, WQEE in Georgia and more. So I want to thank those that have picked up our stream that are sharing the message a lot of you who we kind of share the same message already we hold to these self-evident facts that god is true and he loves us and he has a plan for us and a lot of good things you know, we're, I've been listening to so many podcasts, I could not sleep. The last couple of days, you'll notice I, I probably sounded pretty wonky, more than usual, because I've been just inundated with information. There's so much going on, coronavirus, you know, and a lot of people are taking advantage of that and they're they're making, they're, they're kind of trying to just get their audience and get people afraid of it and paranoid. And I had to tell my wife, I was like, look, the coronavirus, it's not a big deal. Like, it is a big deal, but it's not as big of a deal as what other things we should be more concerned about. Like what, you ask? Well, like the things that the Bible says. And, And in essence, when you read the Bible, and I have a Bible open right now, I've got my King James and I need to read this, too. A lot of this is for me. You know, I need to read my Bible. I appreciate those that are uh, reading their Bibles on their shows now, like Lauren Pritchard Ascension. Now it's Lauren Pritchard Apocalypse. <laughs> um, I appreciate that because it's it, both, it helps us, the listeners, to know that you, the kind of the feeder of us, the speaker, that you are also... Getting fed, and it helps us to know the Bible in essence. Like, your feed isn't just about you talking, whatever's on your mind. You know, to know that someone like Lauren is getting into the Word, that is really exciting. That is really, really big. You know why? Because a lot of her audience aren't necessarily like Bible reading, Bible thumper Christian people. I'm talking about Laura Pritchard, we interviewed not too long ago who uh deals a lot with the super soldier program and and she's kind of finding her way in some ways with that um but i just want to say this that like wow she she's really got a good head on her shoulders and yet she's willing to step outside the norms um she's willing to go into some dimensions that a lot of people are not ready for so like bringing christianity for example into everything like i mean we need more people like that i am not a new age person a lot of christians have called me a heretic for talking about ascension and i'm actually a pretty fundamental guy like with my faith i don't go into a lot of weird things that many people go into but i do value and and really want to know more about the the limitlessness of God. So sometimes we'll go on a lot of jags about how God has an open heaven and how he's, he's desiring that we would come and and spend time with him and the kingdom, you know, that kind of stuff. I mean, I think that's relatively harmless stuff, honestly, like it's not that big of a deal to just talk about God having a great plan for us and wanting to show us things. And, you know, I don't think that's a big problem. But some people, apparently, they don't like that, so whatever. Um, anyway, I, I want to really get into more heaven. I want to talk more about what God is doing, less about the, what the enemy is doing. And what my point is, yeah, guess what? We have points today. That's today's theme. We, we keep to points. The main theme is I want to boil things down to what encourages, what feeds the military of the spirit for the wars ahead so that you're not just left stranded like whatever the latest news is oh my gosh whatever the latest thing that trump tweeted oh my gosh but you you mind those things but you're also really more interested in in um really finding what god has got going on and god is where it's going on getting in him spending time with him if you don't walk with him you're not going to know what to do. You're not going to know who you are. Um, you're you're going to be lost. I mean, very quite frankly, everybody knows that the Bible is like all about getting saved, getting Jesus, learning about Jesus so that when you die, you have your insurance. And hopefully it's more than just insurance. Hopefully it's, you know, you really have a relationship with your creator because it's not about just getting to heaven. It's actually about going and finding out, um, how big his plan is for you, how just absolutely dynamic what he wants to do is for like, he, he is huge. God is huge. Um, and if, if you, if you know these things, you are blessed if you do them, you know, if you're, living for yourself and you're just confused with the world and, you know, whatever, whatever, then forget it. You'll never really get to know him. But if you're hunting for God, if you're seeking him, then you're going to find him. And if you don't seek him, then you're not going to find him. So it's as simple as that. Uh, I think we're coming to a place now where the fullness of his understanding is being manifested and the darkness is is finally being taken out of the way it's it's being showcased that you know what god was never about this he was always about finding you what you really sought in your whole life like what you really wanted and if if you were hunting for for garbage that's all you're going to get it's just a bunch of garbage Never gonna know who you could have been. Uh, unfortunately, that's what a lot of people do is they've they've never sought anything beyond just the average, run of the mill garbage of the world. So, yeah, it's it's a serious game that we're playing. Like it is a big; the stakes are huge, and the soul thing is important. But even more than that, the most important part is to know God and to know how important your relationship is with him because he will promote you, he will gift you, he will give you things outside of this world. People in this world, they have to they have to fight and strive for literally like nothing. Like what are they fighting for? You got a career, you got a little bit of extra money, like big deal. I'm looking at getting into some voice over side jobs just to help pay for this so I don't have to work at Burger Barn all day. I don't work all day. I, I really enjoy life. You know, being able to talk with you guys is so fun and having a family and just the spirit force. I mean, guys, it's like this is a real thing. You know, God is really building up a network, an army of Christians and of people who are resisting the dark side, who are stepping outside of. The doom and gloom. So really spend time in the word. Don't um, don't live for this world and mammon. And I'll, I'll probably repeat that a little bit too much. But I want to tell you guys, I saw a little weird ghost thing this morning. It's been a while. Anyway, praise God. Bless this time. Bless our talk today. Jesus' name. Bless our listeners. Hope you guys are having a good day out there. Hey, HRCs, just let me preach it. Yeah, man, lots of toxic people doubt God. Did you ever doubt God before, HRC? I never saw you done, gone, doubt God before. I woke up this morning and, you know, I haven't really been sleeping very much. Just baby and, you know, today mother-in-law went to Kailua Beach and I stayed home with the baby. And you know, sometimes she's been taking the baby in the morning while my wife works and I've been working at night and then late at late, late, late at night, your early, early morning. I've been doing this. So it's been kind of wonky, but anyway, I was dozing and then waking up and then dozing. And I really felt kind of stretched in my spirit. I felt like I was kind of off. Like I, I just, I was missing things. Big, important things. I was not uh, fully operational, so to speak. I was not um, who I should have been. And I looked, and right beside the bed was this big, fat, glossy, crab-shaped spider walking across the shelf next to the bed. And it was so real. Like, I was blinking and staring at it, and I knew... I was seeing something in the spirit realm. So I kind of waited for it to fade away, which it surely did after a while. But it was right there. Like the lighting, the shadows, everything was like right there just as the room looks. And I thought, man, what is this a sign of? Like, I guess I need to get, I need to get, you know, healed up. I need to get rested in the spirit, something. So I just, I took that as a sign to mean we need to get back on track with the Lord. I just, I can't just be talking about him. Like I actually really do need him uh, to make it to, to survive, to, to just not fall into the dark side because the dark side is all around us. The bug world, the, the disgusting filth of just the world that hates God that we're surrounded by, you know, the whole world lies in darkness. The Bible says, jesus came to destroy the works of the devil and i mean if you understand that we have an enemy you're going to be much better off and it says to resist the devil and he will flee from you so resist him in the faith do not let the enemy control the dynamic don't let him be in charge of stuff you take charge. You hopefully you you are the bride of Christ. A lot of people I talk with are the bride. I know that you understand that your identity with Him is truly the high level, super ultra density, the celestial governance, the government of God. And the world, it's passing away. It's it's nothing. It's it's kaput. It's it's a schmutt to use some. Other words that Michael Michael uh, Savage would say, I guess. Like, the world is passing away, and the lust thereof, and the, he that does the will of God exists forever. So find the will of God and do that. Do it with your whole heart, with your whole life. Give your whole strength to it. Notice how the world seeks for those who join it to give it their their whole strength so that you you know okay well i got this great salary now from this job but they are expecting my soul like they need to know that maybe not just my time my energy my focus is in it but my soul is in it and when they can tell that you've got a soul outside of what they've got oh my gosh like you're gonna find so many problems with people at the workplace and at the at school, Like, let's say you're going to school and you're in a class and the teacher notices you're interested in some other topic passionately that does not exist in the curriculum. Well, that teacher just became your enemy unless that teacher is also of the sort that also does not like living as a slave in the world and is, is hunting for God, so to speak. So it's very dynamic. Like, how the world works and how... Um, the kingdom works how that the kingdom can be so elusive and yet so sought after like all the best movies and in essence like all the things that people really want to do they really cherish and desire to know the things of the kingdom and yet they tell themselves that they're happy with really just piddly dinkle squinky winkies the world's offerings to us are so lame let's just admit it it's really sad that people get so worked up about like a new car or i mean you can see behind me right now i got a nice motorcycle out there I, I drive that beast all over hawaii man i'm enjoying that thing bang, buddy, boom, 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 boom. but i'm not like emotionally tied to it like it's a great bike i would be super sad if it died but it's just my workhorse. It's like how I can get from point A to point B and not have to pay a lot of money on ever on parking or uh gas mileage. So those are good things, but the world wants you to worship it. It wants you to work. Eventually the beast system will demand that you worship the beast. And many will wonder after the beast saying who is like unto the beast who is able to make war with him because Really, the beast is going to be pretty amazing. It's going to be intense. You're going to have to deal with this beast system. It's going to literally, literally, literally surround the nations. It's it's kind of like where did Islam come out of nowhere all of a sudden recently? You know, like suddenly Islam is like a mega force to be reckoned with. I believe that the beast system will be similar to that. It will kind of be like this plague of the third world taking over the first world I know a lot of great people that were raised in Islam they're uh, studying medicine they're they're doctors they're uh, geneticists PhDs they were raised Islam but the idea of having anybody even like poor Christians come into your country and flood it like <laughs> you just don't do things outside the law like that and the, the global government the Illuminati for lack of a better word they have a plan to flood the first world with the third world and to make us all essentially stuck in a a kind of a a, a literal hell that they control. And they're using Islam. So I use that as an example to say that in the future, we're going to have to face this antichrist beast system, which will be a mega force to be reckoned with it is going to be very very difficult to um handle something like of that caliber of that level without almost leaving the world like and and god will actually make a way for us to leave the world because it will eventually it'll get so bad i'm going to talk with and i meant to today to talk to my friend uh, alex adame about this, that essentially the beast system, what we're going to see is that uh, because of the, the levels and the layers of how difficult that thing is, the woman will be given the two wings of an eagle through which she will be able to escape for a time and a times and a half a time, three and a half years, essentially. And without that, it would literally be no flesh would be left alive on earth. Like God is going to make a way for us to escape because it is going to be so incredibly hard. But I'm not here trying to fear monger. I'm just saying that it is definitely going to be a battle. However, as you begin to see his plan for us, You don't have to fear. You just need to basically stay awake and aware and become aware of the level of danger that we are in and the extent of just the glory of what he has in store for us. He has a plan for us. He really does. And when you're faced up against this New World Order thing, you can get afraid. A lot of my friends are afraid. A lot of people I talk to are freaked out. And I think a lot of that is due to, like me yesterday, I watched um, this kind of a Stranger Things type of show called Lock and Key. I went on a jag about it for like four hours last night. Uh, Just because there was a lot in that show about the keys of the kingdom, like the referral to dad, the referral to the custodians of the keys, the people of the keys. Things like that that we only learned in the family um, when learning how to use the new weapons. Uh, A lot of interesting things in that show. So I just wanted to go off on that because I think actually in the future you're going to be faced with an enemy that is so powerful and so strong. The bride is going to be sheltered. She's going to be given a place in the wilderness and at the same time the world is going to be in so much trouble that unless God shortens the days there would be no flesh left alive on the earth. So that's pretty darn serious. According to the Bible, we're going into some serious times, and everybody can sense it. People are, you know, fear-mongering with coronavirus. I just posted something to my new YouTube, um, Spirit Force, about that coronavirus is probably stoppable with the MMS, not vaccine, but the MMS um, formula. So if you guys are interested, look up MMS, check out the ways that you can um, get clean through that that mms is is um, a very workable formula that just kind of takes care of a ton of different things i mean a ton so definitely check that out i would buy some learn how to make it get the find out where you need some certain ingredients that are not store-bought it's almost like factory-bought but you could technically make it if everything went down Um, It's just sodium chloride. It's like something that has literally been used to disinfect for ages and also to ingest in small amounts. It kills even fourth stage cancer, according to people that have used it. I mean, that's not easy to use. You'd know, you have to kind of really be a fighter with it and take a lot of it. But technically, I mean, if I had fourth stage cancer, I would be like just killing it with MMS as much as possible. Leave it at that. Um, so, anyway, what about what is God's plan for the future? And what is this spirit force that we talk about? And what is this? Why does Michael never seem to run out of stuff to talk about? <laughs> no matter how late at night it is, and no matter what else is going on, he just doesn't seem to ever quit. And that's because I've been through a lot of different worlds, I've been through a lot of different mission fields, a lot of different realms of ministries, and this and that. And I've noticed that people who have a vision and they're consistent and they they really never stop fighting and they like Alex Jones for example like they understand that the world is in a lot of trouble and that if you start to share the truth with people people wake up and pretty soon you've got a veritable army on your hands and in the beginning you might find some people that are maybe a little bit unstable that they don't really Maybe they're not really the ones that you would build an army through. They might be a little flaky. They might be drunk. They might be like totally high on pot a lot of the time or something like that. But they they will be your friends and your listeners. And then after that, eventually you start to meet some of the higher up heavy hitters. And I've, I have met those people and they provide a little bit more valid, validation to what you're talking about. I almost said ministry, but I don't really like the word ministry. I don't like kind of the way that people have abused that word. So I kind of just go with spirit force. <laughs> it's just because it's just you guys and it's really a free open source thing. It's kind of like a lot of America. I would say it's primarily American just because I'm American and that's kind of how I talk English. I talk cowboy. I don't talk American. But, like, the the point is that in the spirit, you don't really come to God as an American. You come to him, hopefully, as one of his children, as as a soul. And he's looking at your soul to see if you are faithful with what he's given you. In my case, he's given me so much that I don't really know what to do with it all. I don't have time to sit down and figure out, like, okay, here's what we're going to do with whatever I got from the Lord. There's just too much. Like God just showers it on down. And in a sense, you know, you just, you kind of get overwhelmed, not jaded, but overwhelmed with the amount of God that he's got. He's just so, um, incredibly fabulously, um, um, he's he's very generous with himself with his kingdom with his riches it'd be like if you were friends with tony stark or bruce wayne or um or the trumps and they just kind of gave you access to everything that they had like whenever you wanted it so that's kind of how it feels like he really does give you everything and he doesn't hold back like he just doesn't seem to mind if if you take hold of the keys of the kingdom and everything that he's got, and he just he's like, "Hey, you're my friend, you're my family, you're my bride." Even what would I hold back from you? So that's where I want to I want to kind of grow this into more and more um, a unity or like a fellowship of the people who they really seek after God continuously. They're hungry for Him. Maybe they've uh, also followed a lot of the same people that we've all followed that are hungry for God, that are just constantly seeking him, waiting at his gates. I think we're going to meet more of those people as time goes on just because there's so much hunger right now. There's such a lack of that and there's such a need for really for just um, those that are already a little bit knowledgeable and maybe they've traveled a little bit in the spirit and they they have a, a little bit of an understanding of some of this random weird stuff and they're willing to kind of donate some of that time out too. Like I think that's going to be so important. You'll see. Uh, the days are coming that all the old things are going to pass away and all the new things are going to arrive and um, we just need to essentially be open to God changing the dynamic of everything you thought you knew and growing you into everything that he wants you to be. And don't be surprised if it's very different than what you kind of had in mind for yourself because he's got such a bigger vision. So like for me, I wanted to go to Japan. I wanted to kind of do the Japanese thing, learn all there was to learn about Japanese culture and, you know, Um, that was a great thing in a way like to, to just have a chance to learn Japanese, to go there and all that stuff. But at some point he adapted me into higher things. He was like, look, now I want you to, um, be a full-time missionary for me. I want you to grow in all the other things that I have for you, not just only being a missionary. Like, missionary is good. Don't get me wrong. But he was like, I've got a lot more, a lot more to do. So he showed me and he just and then he sent me to China. And I next thing I knew, I was learning Chinese and I was doing all these random jobs in China, just teaching people English. But really what I was teaching them mostly was was about Jesus. Cause I found that the Chinese are actually really hungry to know more about God. Nobody's teaching them this stuff. So I found out a lot to do there, a lot of a lot of work to be done just teaching people about the Lord Jesus and you know that was a great experience. Um I would say that uh I would go back but I would be a little bit more prepared this time maybe hopefully in um just letting people know what really is going on and what we're really up against cuz it's it's so much worse than just coronavirus. Like people are freaked out about almost nothing and they don't understand what we're what kind of a mess we really are in. And it's it's more like we are faced with a problem so big and so ancient and so intimate in many ways with all of the um All of the, just the the fallen angels and the technologies of the the dark ones and these creatures from the abyss that we're going to have to to face, they're going to be really, really prevalent. In the future, you're going to see the kind of stuff that only nightmares are made of. And it will be horrifying. But at the same time, I think we're going to find that God has a plan all along. And he doesn't let us be tempted by more than we are able, and um, and yeah, he's he's got a way out for us. Essentially, he knows what we're going through, and he knows exactly what we need. And what we need is to really to just follow him and and be connected with him. Don't let the enemy. Don't be overwhelmed with evil again. But but um, but destroy the. Well, overcome evil with good. Is in essence what he wants us to do. So in the in the future, we're going to see a lot more of the darkness arise. We're going to see a lot more of uh, just the horrors that you see in pretty much only in um, horror movies. Really, you're going to see that, but then at the same time, you're going to see such a, a coming together of his people, such a, an incredible unity and and a bond of love of his warriors. That is something I am so looking forward to. And I'm already, I've already tasted it and I want more of it. I'm like, yes, please give me. Cause I've been in those situations with people that were preparing for the apocalypse. And I've been in these joyful parties, like in a nuclear bomb shelter with just incredible fun people that that love each other that love God and man I just I don't know what to tell you except it's it is a glorious thing to be with God's people and to be searching for him and and going into to new realms with him like leaving behind all the garbage and the snot and all the the greed and all the despair you know all that stuff and, um, and and finding like what he has for us. Oh my gosh, it's fun. Like those parties, dance parties in a sub-level three underground uh, nuclear bomb shelter. Have you ever been in one of those? No? Well, I have. It's crazy. Except it's, uh, it's also a little bit sad because a lot of the people that I work with, they, um, they kind of gave up on on their destiny. So I was a little bit disappointed in that not giving up overall but just you know not not expecting a whole lot else to to come down the pike there just because once you've tasted god and then you go back to the world and you turn your back on him it is hard to come back it is not easy like most people they just kind of turn their back on god and, and god can't stand a backslider he just is like sick to his stomach it's really true I mean, aren't you, like, when you meet someone and you go into business with them and you have all these plans, you want to do all this stuff, and then they turn their back on you and everything that you want to do? Isn't that just, like, ugh? So, yeah. Anyway, I don't want to sound too negative here. I think there's always a lot of happy things to talk about. Good, happy stuffs. But but we are in a war, and there is that side of things which is, sadly... Um, we have to deal with people who defect and people who just don't want to have anything to do with God anymore. We have to deal with that. And um, watch out for like the, the ones who they don't tell you that they're going to defect. And by defect, I'm not talking about a cult here. I'm not talking about... Uh, I'm not talking about like They left our group. I'm talking about people who leave the side of the Lord and they might pray a little bit or whatever, but they've decided that, well, now it's time for me to get what I want. Because when I was in the children of God, the end of things, people were still like Christian outside, but you could tell like they were starting to really think about, well, I'm going into retirement mode pretty soon. And I mean, what's in it for me? And I can't really deal with people like Michael Basham who still want to do the whole missionary thing. So I'm going to stop him. I'm going to crush him. I'm going to hurt him. Lin Ru. Lin Ru Niang. Lin Ru. Lin Oh my gosh. I forgot. I forgot my Chinese. Ni Hao. Got some friends. Coming in. Chamming in from Taiwan. I wonder if I can get Twitch to work. Yeah. Maybe not. That's all right. Might take a little breakity book. It is good to see you guys here today. To be with you, my friends, I love you. (laughs) No, really, I do. I love just talking to good friends and having a good conversation. Sometimes I'll I'll just sit and have coffee, and I'll I'll like want to go live, but I'll end up having a really good conversation with a really good friend physically. And, like, three hours will go by and we're just exploring, like, all the possibilities of the spirit realm. And they're like, weren't you going to go live? And I was like, yeah, well, this is more important right now. Like, this is face-to-face. This is really special, you know? Oh, you don't know? Oh, well, you should know. Because, honestly, that's what God has waiting for you is lots and lots and lots of goodness. Lots of friendships. He doesn't just want you to to live in the darkness. Actually, he never wants you to live in the darkness. He really wants you to know the fullness of joy, the fullness of him. But once you taste him, don't you dare go back because God is kind of a rough cowboy sometimes. You don't you don't cross him. <laughs> you don't do the thing that ruins everything, that ruins the relationship you just don't do that because he's given you everything i mean if he was just one of those benevolent gods that was just like whatever that would be a little different maybe but the fact that he's given you so much so much like he he has so much more coming too he's about to bless you with i mean if he would give you his own son how much more would he have to give you imagine So think about that. Um, He's going to come back. Jesus is going to return and he's going to give us everything that um, we've ever desired, really. But he's also going to make it so that we kind of have to work for it a little bit um, when it comes to that. Salvation is a free gift, but eternal life entails a lot of job opportunities. So He's not like some worldly boss that is standing over you with a stick just trying to cut you down any chance he gets because he's insecure and Jesus is worried that you're going to take his place someday. It's a family business. If you've ever worked in a family business, it's a, a really intimate, good hearth and fun and... Unity and, and, but also freedom. If you've ever been in a good family, some people haven't, so I have to say that. So if you've ever been in a good family, like my family's a good family, like we might be artists and we might be a little disorganized, and some people can't take that. But if you've ever been in a good family, you have freedom. You have almost like privacy too. Like your family, everybody's got their own project going on. They're they're doing their own thing happily. And they're happy if you're doing your own thing too. Nobody's trying to control anybody all the time. But if you can collaborate, like I have all these siblings that are super, super talented in so many different levels. If you can collaborate... The joy just never ends. It's like, yeah, all right, so you know about this? Cool, let's do this together. And um, and that is super cool. <laughs> I just love sitting down and, and talking to my sister Emily about, like, how can we work on this art project together? Like, Emily, you are a good artist. I like you. You are smart. By the way, Emily, the actress in the new Lock and Key series on Netflix, looks exactly like emily my sister who shares the same birthday with me so she has a youtube thing that's slowly starting but you know give her some time she's um incredibly talented so it'll take her some time to kind of find her place and her way and we do things in a way that we're not like sitting there editing all the time and it's more like i enjoy myself so much doing this but i wouldn't enjoy this if i had to sit there and edit for like 10 hours every day so Every once in a while I'll put on an edited video. It's it's fun. Should find all those edited videos and make a portfolio someday. But in any case, again, it's just fun to be with you. Like and I think that's really what I can offer is is friendship, is fellowship, is um a voice to listen to and hopefully to respond to that, you know, we'll hear from you someday and that you maybe have something that you want to say too. That's always fun. That's always nice. Um, and, and look, I've been through stuff, you know, I've been in the real world. I I left that hearth of the family group, my, my flesh and blood family to go and actually join a veritable Christian cult in many ways, literally. And when I was there, I, I learned, you know, what people suffer through, what they endure in many ways. And, um, and that brought a whole host of new problems that I never would have had otherwise. But on the other hand, it also taught me kind of where people are at and what God can do even despite everything in life just being the way everything in life is. You know, life is unpredictable. It's hard. It's You can have unnecessary and unexpected complications arise out of nowhere, et cetera. You know, I understand. I understand that life is pretty challenging when you don't have like a dad who's taking care of everything that you can kind of relax and just enjoy your day. When you don't have that, it's not easy. I understand. But at the same time, you know, I want to know what is out there. And when I was kind of just around the family people and reading the Mo letters and all their strange writings and their mystic ascensions and the things that that Christians on the mission field had experienced, like seeing the Hindu gods is like you're in a missionary in India and you, you actually see one of those weird blue elephant nosed beings standing over the crib of your kids. And you have to go in there and rebuke it, the name of Jesus. I mean, these guys, they experienced everything and it was secret. It was kind of like covert ops. It was like a, a hidden military in many ways. So, that's kind of where I think we can work in um in conjunction with people who maybe don't necessarily wor- operate in the normal structure of of man. Like I can work with like the fringe Christian movement, no problem. I mean, that's that's like my second cousin, um. I can work with the mystic Christians, and that's like pff, totally normal to me. <laughs> like They're like, you don't think it's weird that I had this vision? I'm like, uh, no. You have any idea who you're talking to? I'm still trying to chart out and sort out what I have seen. Like I haven't even gotten down to the bottom of that yet, let alone any of the other stuff. <laughs> so I am no one to judge other people. I just... I only get involved when people are manipulative, when they're narcissists and they start to to suck the energy out of other people. Then I get involved and then people are like, what? We didn't think you were the kind of person to ever do anything like that. And I'm like, yeah, well, when you're starting to abuse women and children around me, you better watch out. Like, I become one nasty, mean, I should, um, enemy of yours. So, that's the only time. I mean, other than that, I think I... I'm a little teddy bear. I love just enjoying my family and enjoying my time with everybody and as everyone should, I think. So, um, what the heck were we talking about? How are you guys doing? Anybody listening out there? Do we have, it's kind of a weird hour, I know. It's like, what's like five o'clock in the morning in many places. Here it's like four o'clock. What time is it? Hmm. Man, I got these LaCroix for like 3 bucks for a 12-pack. Yeah, it's 4.18 o'clock in the morning. A 12-pack of LaCroix for $3? Like, that is unheard of in Hawaii. So, I am just living it up, let me tell you. Anyway, so, we're just, today we're kind of just talking about getting recharged for the battle. Because, I'm going to be honest, like, I overdid it. I watched too much Netflix. I played too much Starcraft. I didn't sleep enough, and I didn't read the Bible enough like alone. I I was reading it on live, but I wasn't really seeking God privately enough. And when you stop doing that, you can get really weak, and then you can become compromised. And I literally woke up, and I saw a weird spider creature walking by the bed. A real one. I told my wife. I mistakenly told my wife, and she freaked out. She's like... I have arachnophobia. Don't tell me that. So, yeah. Um, those things exist. I've seen ghosts before. It's it's no big deal. They just kind of, they exist. You know. Um, we we have to deal with the fact that there is a spirit realm. Um, and most people only watch movies, so they, they kind of have this negative connotation of the spirit realm. And they don't know that actually, well, God has, he's got a good, Plan, you know, for ghosts, and you don't have to be afraid. Like I lived in Taiwan, and ghosts everywhere. I mean, it's like Ghost City. Isn't there a weird '90s movie called Ghost City or something? I want to see or Dark City. Oh, that was a cool movie. I want to see that again. Um, so you live in Asia, land. You've seen Ghost City, Dark City. That's that's pretty much what exists out there. Um, but. If you find out, like, God's plan and how he wants to heal everybody and bring people into eternity with him, then you don't have to be afraid. You just have to basically pray and you find out that actually God, he can really heal even ghosts. Yeah, like, he's got an ability to, to heal those in the beyond, oddly enough. I mean, he's he can do anything. He's God, but I've actually seen this work before. I've seen um, his spirit find the lost in the spirit realm because I've lived in those countries where uh, there is such a, a darkness and such a just a, an evil, and people die and they never hear the gospel you know god forbid that you never had a chance to know god well they're floating around you know they're walking around just like that movie lock and key there's a lot of astral projection in that movie and um in that movie you basically see in essence the the destruction of well not really destruction but you see the unveiling of like all these different weird spiritual weapon things you see like right before your eyes the the full reality of the spirit realm it's wild i mean that movie is beyond almost maybe anything i've seen that series cuz it's talking about the keys of the kingdom it's talking about the different dynamics of the spirit how you have different keys that can do different things it's pretty bizarre, uh, but I want to I kind of want to watch it again. I haven't finished the last episode yet, so don't spoil it for me yet. And, you know, it, it drags on. So I had to skip through a lot of it. It was just getting to be a little bit tedious. But there are certain things in that film that I know exist. And it's it, there is the witchcraft side. You have to watch out for that but just the the idea of these keys that god has given us that can access unlimited realms and that being a thing like that literally is a thing you know god actually has that for for us and if you would um bear with me for a little while i will talk to you about this key network as we're going to be seeing more and more the, the forces of God come up against the forces of Satan. He's going to give us access to his full realms because the power of Satan is going to become so overbearing and so prevalent that you're going to have to know how to use the keys of the kingdom in every place in your mind to, to be be able to operate in forgiveness the keys work and similarly in the show. If you haven't seen the show yet, I recommend you see it because it's really kind of like that. Like there are these abilities that can be enhanced through using the keys of the kingdom and through um, just walking in his spirit, but literally like manifesting stuff. It's, it's amazing. I would be so happy to just spend like the next five shows reading those keys um, prophecies, even though I know they're kind of, yeah, maybe they're not exactly the most kosher thing that you can put on the table for normal Christians. But, but still, you know, if you, if you learn about that stuff, it's really hard to unsee what I've seen. Like, The keys operating and manifesting and working for you. Whoa. Like that if you find out that it's real and that he's he's got that for us, like there's no limit to what he can do. There's no limit to what else he's got. I mean, where do you stop once you've seen that? I mean, wow. So I want to go into that realm to the full. I want to find out more about what he has for us. In that realm, I think we're going to find out more like the technology that God has. And, uh, and and I've only seen shadows of it, but I'm expecting him to unveil to us the full Monty. And it's it's shows like this that I hope can be of use to humanity when that starts to happen, when that starts to take place and we start to actually engage with everything that God has for us that I can maybe have some of these forerunners of the spirit on the show or even just their friends. Cause a lot of them are, they're just too spiritual for somebody like me. They're like, Michael's just a clown. Like we can't talk to that guy, but then I'll, I'll meet their friends and they'll know that I'm, I mean business in the spirit. I'm not trying to make a big following and make a big buck here. I appreciate all the money that people have sent. Um, Adam sending us money for dinner. That was so sweet you know, that really meant a lot to my wife too. Let me tell you, because, you know, it's not easy being married to a guy like me and he spends all this time talking and just having a good old time. And then it's like, well, what is my job? What do I get to do? And, oh, you're my wife. Oh, okay, fine. Whatever. <laughs> you know, no, she doesn't say that, but you know, it's, it's easy to feel like you are, are not because you're not doing it all the time. My wife is working full time and a mother full time and our, our mother-in-law is helping us. So it's, it's a big job that we're in right now. There's a lot to do, but just to know God and to know that he has a plan and he's not, uh, overwhelmed and, and he's always got more for us to do. And there's so much to do in the heavens. There's so many cool weapons that he's got for us. There's so many strategies that he has for us. I think I'm kind of addicted to heaven you know, like I I could get addicted to anything, but I really, really appreciate what he has for us up there in those realms. And I want to walk in that. I want to walk in that like a lot more, a lot. Don't you, don't you want to know God and what he has for us to the full? Like, aren't you sick and tired of just all the, the nonsense and all the garbage that people put themselves through? And when you could, have literally anything and you just walk in like I mean you you know he has so much more for you than what you've ever imagined and when you settle for like for nothing it's just it's so disappointing (laughs) you know that you've let yourself down and you've let you've let your ancestors down praise the lord all right. Well, let's see here. You guys are, uh, there's some people passing through our YouTube channel, spirit force on YouTube. Uh, we do talk a lot about, well, everything under the sun there. And we have, um, the fringe radio network is our main source site. So definitely go there and subscribe to the other amazing shows that I listen to. I don't really listen to myself, but I really enjoy listening to some of the marvelous shows there on the fringe radio network. You've got Canary Cry Radio. You've got Derek Gilbert. You've got some amazing, amazing talent. So I believe that's going to continue to take over the world as time goes by. Um, I would just like to see that prosper. So pray for them and pray for us. And if you would like to donate, of course you can. That's uh, donatable. We really appreciate that. Um, and just see what God leads you to do because maybe... He'll show you to to not just donate. Maybe he'll, like, show you to become a partner with us in some way or help us produce to find, you know, uh, more shows, more guests. You know, I've had people that have basically essentially helped me to produce the show essentially just by kind of tagging along, like, being, like, my producer, emailing the main... um the cool the cool guests that we would have on the show and just kind of um being like hi i represent the fringe radio network and um many cases having those people produce unofficially but officially because they have my permission officially to do so um oh my gosh that was a huge moth <laughs> it just flew right over me so yeah like there's there's a lot of, of opportunities to help with this and i would invite you guys in any way that you feel led or that you feel a passion to do. Like whatever, you know, if you um, even just on your Facebook wall, just share some of your favorite shows. That means a lot. We actually have grown a lot just through people through word of mouth. That's actually the best advertisement, by the way. So consider doing that. And um, any ideas you have for future shows too. Like I hope that we continue to... Just expand in all directions and eventually get involved with government and more art, more talent around the world. Um, there's just no limit to what God can do with this. I think He's going to really expand us a lot. As long as we mean business with Him, I think He's going to He's going to do the rest. So stay tuned. Um, what else? I don't really have announcements on the show. I mean, I should get commercials. If Hey, if you guys have anything you want to advertise, I would be super happy to uh, broadcast your product or your channel or if you have like a new YouTube channel or Patreon or some content that you want to do, I would be super happy to, to promote that. Um, a lot of what we do is just promoting other people. So I get a blessing out of it. So definitely consider that. Hallelujah righty so what else is on the on the menu today? you guys got anything on your hearts that you want to talk about to strengthen the spirit forces to never give up to never surrender. there's a lot to, to talk about but there's also a lot of ground to cover. there's a lot of um, enemies to destroy and warriors to assemble. So much of what we do is just assembling the warriors, it's just finding those that are hungry for more of God. So I mean, if if you have a relationship with God, that's awesome. You know, keep it up. If you don't, don't forget to seek the Lord with your whole heart and to ask him into your heart if you don't have him in your heart already. I mean, that's kind of how you get recruited into all this stuff, by the way, is just he um is looking for an army but he built it himself as long as as long as there are people willing to share the good news of the gospel his army will grow but it won't grow if if you don't tell people so if you already have the lord then tell more people about jesus you know tell them about his goodness and tell them that they can get to know jesus too that's a huge part God will not show up in people's dreams, usually. I mean, if they're Muslim, sometimes, yes. But, I mean, why is he so nice to Muslims? No, he does, actually. But um, he needs you to tell people about him. And you don't have to be obnoxious. Like, I live in a blue state. Almost everybody I know is an atheist. But just be be real. Be Do the way do you do you. You do you. God do. You can't do. God do. God do. You can't do. You do you. God do. You can't do. Okay. I think that easy to understand. If you know these things, you're blessed if you do them. Like it's one thing to sit here and talk about this. I need to actually do it too. I need to not just be a big talker. Like once you find out and you feel and you taste the goodness of God, oh my gosh, like there's just no going back. You can't go back. If you do, you'll never ever forgive yourself. Like, Knowing the love of God and the reality of God, oh man, I want to go deeper into Him. I want Jesus. I want you know whatever He's smoking. <laughs> like, don't leave me down in the doldrums, Lord Jesus. Um, yeah, because if you if you start to expand out into the infinite universes of His realities to know how huge he is. You start to realize how little this world is and how our time spent here is just so temporary. And every second you have, you want to spend time with God. You want to, to get other people to know him. There's just nothing else worth it, really. Like, you you realize that everything else is just kind of a big scam, like sorry to tell you this guys if you didn't already know it but it's true like the world is so empty and the kingdom of heaven is so rich it's so rich and it's so good and it's so satisfying it's it's just got everything and you know I say to you what is true you know this because you've probably felt it too you've felt that well that God he is good, and that the world is is really not where it's at. So, continue into him, and let's see what else he's got. Because I'm sure he's going to show us things that we haven't even imagined yet. But we've got to get with God. We've got to kind of lay aside our own ways, and and um, and yeah, let's let's just fulfill our our true destiny and our true heritage you know, he went to Abraham, he says like, look, you've got, you have a seed bigger than the ocean waiting for you. He's promising you similar things, greater than Abraham in some ways, because you have the opportunity to to not screw up like Abraham did. But even if you screw up, it's okay. <laughs> like, It's so good. Like what he has for us, if we don't lose this mission, if we don't fudge this you will see like literally the the wildest dreams on your heart will come true what are the wildest dreams in your heart just think about it for a few seconds like don't you just want your family to be happy don't you just want peace on earth or something like that well those things are all going to happen but then even other things like weird cool out there visions and dreams and really wild things things that um, might not make sense in your natural mind yet. But at the same time, he will kind of help you to get those visions and dreams and step into some of that stuff. Um, you know, what is it that you have on your heart that you want to see happen? Probably you can expect some of those things to, to come true as time goes on. It'll be It'll be a battle, but... That's why we're in the spirit war. Alrighty, so I think I should probably tune this down a little bit, take a little breaky uh in just a few minutes. But um, if you have any comments or anything you want to talk about, you know, let us know. It's always fine. There ain't nothing wrong with with uh, sharing some comments or whatever's on your heart. You know. Um. And uh, we're going to see, you know, where God takes us today. There's a lot going on with MMS. I just uh, wanted to share some things about that. The MMS situation, um, you know, that is a huge key just to know that there is already basically essentially there's a cure for cancer that has been hidden by the pharmaceutical companies. Um, There's the spirit realm side of things too. There's, There's always a lot to talk about in that department. That um, I can never, I can never get to the end of that because there's just so much to talk about. When it comes to the spirit realm, I could go on forever just about some of the weirdest things that I've seen and that, um, that are waiting for us. You know, like if if you start to find out that that realm is real, it's really hard to go back. It's like you just you get addicted and. Um, people are talking to Enoch. They're having not just the fringe experience with the book of Enoch, where you find out that the Bible talks about this other book called the book of Enoch and it's freaking awesome. And it explains so much about the angels and aliens. And there's people like Michael Heiser that have been writing all these books that he, he was just on coast to coast AM great job, Michael Heiser. But there's also people that actually engage with Enoch that, um, had some pretty remarkable experiences with him which i wouldn't discount like i would actually give some credence to that and and at least be aware of it even if you don't maybe like that kind of thing which i'm sure michael heiser's crowd doesn't really like the christian mystic crowd very much but um i've talked to some of these people off air and they're actually interested in what ian clayton is talking about so that at least i thought that was a plus that was cool to know um but yeah, so where else is God taking us? Like, what is the next big thing that He wants to show us, and how can we fulfill the law of of Christ in it's in loving each other first of all? So that can be a big time consuming thing. Just loving each other, man. Just just love people. Just don't don't hate them. Just love them. Um. So that should that's like a a lot of your, a chunk of your life right there. But then, you know, just um seeking God and and uh allowing him to, to just open up things and, and growing you in the faith and you know there's always something new with God. He's he's never standing still. He's never like a, a stagnant God. He's always got stuff happening and he wants to to bring us on those kind of visions and and um and and just building you up in him. I mean that's one of the main things is just not being all stagnant and like most people get, you know, they just, they lose the vision and they, they, they forget what they're doing in life and they just forget what their goal is. And, and they forget to read their Bibles like me. I've been talking for too long, man. How long have we been talking here? You know, you can, a lot of us are busy today. You can just only read the book of Ephesians and you would have a great grasp on Christianity. Believe it or not. So, the book of Ephesians, man. I'm going to switch from um, Facebook to YouTube on this because we just lost our YouTube YouTube feed. Thank you guys for joining us today. Switch over to Spirit Force on YouTube. Anybody on Facebookers? And of course the best audio is definitely on the Fringe Radio Network. Mm. And you, you hath he quickened who were dead in trespasses and sins, wherein in time past you walked according to the course of this world, according to the prince of the power of the air, the spirit that now worketh in the children of disobedience, among whom also we had our conversation in times past in the lust of our flesh, fulfilling the desires of the flesh and of the mind, and were by nature the children of wrath even as others. you know this children of wrath thing is is really big and scary that has to do with the wrath of God you do not want to be a child of wrath man I'll tell you what children of wrath means those who are going to go through the wrath of God at least in the future right now you can already sense when people are dead when they've like their life is all about just fulfilling their flesh right now and everybody's got a flesh you know what the flesh is like it's like eh, give me it's not like what what is the most loving thing to do right now it's like eh, what do i want right now i'm going to take it you know so but at some point if you're in the faith you should at least have a sense of what is the most loving thing like you should at least know somewhere deep down like no maybe just taking this isn't really the most loving thing even though i want to take it and don't get me wrong i've been i've been in situations where i saw both sides i saw like okay well this could also be the will of god and He's given me confirmation on this and he's he's telling me like, all right, right now it's okay for you to to just chill and, you know, don't don't stretch anymore. Like, just take a little bit of downtime right now. But that's not forever, though. Eventually, he does call you back to the front line Um, and I've been on many fights. There's a, a manga, a Japanese comic called Berserk, which is like the Legend of Zelda Kind of a concept, but on crack, it's so violent and so um, raw, and it just shows this really, really vivid medieval kind of a background landscape with knights and warriors and minimal supernatural things. It's it's not overwhelmingly supernatural. Hold the phone here. Let's let's turn on the let's turn on the YouTube here. Let's get the YouTube thing just so that we can at least. Um, I should actually start doing this. You know, people won't watch a 3-hour broadcast. But if I have a specific topic, like right now I'm going to talk about Berserk. I just think it's one of the coolest uh series ever. And I might go into Nerdville today if I if I feel like it. It's my show. I can do whatever I want. Actually, no, I can't. I need to I need to do certain things. We are being broadcast on Terrestrial Radio and we have a producer who has certain standards. I'm using the microphone of Johnny McMahon right now. He gave me his microphone. Johnny McMahon is the poster child, the the symbol, in many ways, of fringe Christianity. Like, there might not be another mascot besides Johnny that has opened himself up to this much of, like, what could be. So... Let's talk about berserk christian um Christianity and berserk manga. There we go. So if I put it on a little video report like that, we might actually guts guts Kaska. I think a lot of you guys probably aren't into Japanese anime. I'm just getting the idea. Like, I feel like a lot of our listeners, they don't really watch Japanese manga or anime or even know what I'm talking about. So I'm going to have to describe it from square one. But then I think there will also be people listening eventually who might find this who might be like, hey, I know what that is. And I hope that I can talk to those people too. Because I've followed this series since 2003 when I found it in Tokyo. A friend of mine made some really nice little Japanese friends. Great people, but they were their stature was short. And they were like, oh, you like manga? Okay, well, you can watch this one, but it is grotesque. I was like, what? It is grotesque. What do you mean, grotesque? Oh, grotesque. I was like, okay, well, no big deal. I can, I can handle that and so then i found out how grotesque it really was it's really grotesque there's some major violence in in the show berserk but still i would recommend it because it it's probably the most raw vision um the visuals of the spirit realm unleashed that i have ever seen and although it paints a picture of religion in like kind of a not so friendly way like, as in, yeah, in in a sense, their vision of God is, is pretty dark. It's pretty evil. I would say that just from a spiritual warfare standpoint, that um, just seeing, vividly seeing, like, all of this stuff unleashed, all these demons and these warriors and, and really the, the angels and just everything, just right in front of your face... I think that was profound and I think that that is something that I would like to kind of extract a little bit as a, as a warrior myself, as somebody who in Tokyo in that Jesuit university encountered lots of demons. And I do see into the spirit sometimes. I actually saw in between waking and sleeping this morning, I saw, uh, like a spiritual entity go right by my face this morning. It was not a good thing so i mean you need to pray (laughs) pray against that stuff don't let the enemy um freak you out too because really where you see ghosts and demons and all that that is a lower vibration that is a lower uh realm of where just the enemy is is trying to take over and and cause you to fear and in the, the manga Berserk is mostly the dark side. I mean, big surprise there, you know? Like, almost all art about the spirit realm is dark. Any movie where there's angels and demons, the demons are all really cool and powerful, and the angels are kind of neutered and helpless against the forces of evil. We all know that. The point is, though, if you've started to walk in the spirit, you've probably noticed that you're probably a little bit like Gats. You've got a huge sword of the spirit. You have abilities to just face incredible odds, incredible arch demons. Just like in the, in the story, the main character, he's on all these missions and he's facing these uh, fallen enemies, these um, dark lords who... They are are really like the, the fallen angels. Like they're the ones, and of course the manga twists everything upside down. They're called apostles, but in essence, they're just the demonic. And um as as I go into this realm of Berserk, it, it really paints again like a Renaissance or a medieval plus Renaissance kind of jumps around. It's a fantasy world picture, um, which then you notice like slowly the spirit realm starts to be unveiled. And as the spirit realm is unveiled, you find out that the people in that world, a lot of them don't even believe that that it exists. So they're kind of all freaked out and surprised too, which is interesting. And the story revolves around our main hero who basically he is assailed and fought by all kinds of demonic entities... Like day and night... So like sometimes he'll just be out there... Swinging his sword... Which is just this huge... Huge, huge sword... Until the dawn... Just nonstop, stop Like... Fighting darkness... From morning till night... And we've all had those dark nights of the soul... I think... A lot of us... If you haven't then... Check yourself to see if you're in the faith... Because... You should be having those. That's like one thing that happens every once in a while where Satan just is unleashed and he's like, I'm going to get you and you got to fight him. You got to like stand your ground and you got to show him who's boss, you know? But anyway, all rambling aside, I think that as we go further and deeper into this stuff that we're going to find that a lot of things aren't just fiction, but they're actually a vision of the reality of what we're dealing with in the world, that there are actual spiritual warfare situations that we're, we're really up against a dark force that seeks to destroy you, that hates you, that um, really does not have the interests of humanity in its heart, but, but is just, really like so perverted and nasty and the demons in berserk they're like they're so demonic i mean that sounds like a redundant phrase but you've just never seen a vision of the demonic that is so vivid before you haven't i haven't um and just how they delight in their wickedness like it's really really out of control like it's it's a vivid thing to see and when you're a christian and when you're seeking for god you start to kind of, a part of you that is that belongs to God feels cringy at something that is just so overly demonic and nasty and perverted. Like, there's a balance. Like, God isn't, like, freaked out if somebody says a bad word or occasionally does a worldly thing. But when you're, like, given over into evil, like, the, the Holy Spirit is grieved by that. Mostly by religious pride, too. I might add. Hey, Aaron. Good to see you, brother. So, I don't know if you guys know about the story, Berserk, but look, there's this manga called Berserk that is so vivid, it gives you an insight into what it really looks like when... And it's it's cool. Again, I was going to say, the people in the world that is painted so vividly by a Kenshiur, Ken, Kenjiro Miura? anyway, Miura-san. Kenjiro. He paints a vision of the world that is so vivid and just tells you, look, these people have this kind of setup and the knights and the kings and the mercenaries and the warriors going on all these battles and having all these different... Um, kind of challenges and and then they come up against these ancient deities, these ancient dark forces, and it's like those forces they aren't supposed to exist. But they're they're still like kind of physical too. Like they um they are able to be defeated in a sense just because our main hero gats, gats gatsu guts he um has just been a part of that supernatural world for so long and he's fought with so many fallen entities for so long that um for him it's like really not a big deal to be facing yet another demonic thing just because of his unique background and um and in my unique past like because of my grandfather's work and him being an exorcist and kind of picking a lot of fights with Satan, you might say, I've been I've been uh, exposed to some of those kinds of things to the extent that I haven't been able to really lead a normal life very easily. I've been forced into a spirit war that I'm just trying to do what I can do as best as I can. And... I'm looking for more warriors I'm always looking for more people to help us because we're in a huge big war and it's like we need more forces to deal with this so hence the the name of the YouTube channel Spirit Force and the new the new Spotify podcast too and iTunes I put out there uh, a lot of material a lot of it is maybe a little bit messy too in some ways but that's okay because I believe that if if we have a lot of material, a lot of it isn't even mine, they're just good sermons from the past, like Rufus Mosley, I was listening to him, and that kind of helped me get through my dark night of the soul, but Berserk, you know, Gats, he's like fighting these skeleton knights all night long in the forest, and these dark evil demons, and swinging his sword that can cut through the ether, and cut through the demonic, and when you see it, so vividly when you see how how horrible and evil these things are part of you should at least decide like you know what I want to fight that stuff this stuff you know what and and not only that but I can actually do this like I can I can do something against these guys I can I can build myself up in my strength I can tie logs to my sword and stand under a waterfall and just swing it a hundred times in a row To build my muscles in the spirit because you have spiritual muscles if you don't use them then you'll atrophy you won't be able to handle really a, a fight you won't be worth anything in a fight we need you so whoever you are listening to this stay strong get strong in the Lord and learn how to fight because the enemy he's learning how to fight too he's studying your ways and he's Trying to figure out how he can get under your defenses. And if you're not prepared, then he will be able to sneak through and he'll be able to deliver a mortal blow. Believe me, I've seen it happen before. And I'm not impervious either. Like, I can weaken my defenses to the point where the enemy might try to take me out. I know he has numerous times. He's even done things like through my own children, like, tried to rip me down and tear down my faith and tear down my joy. And I mean, he is very wicked. course the enemy is demon he's like the king of demons but don't give the enemy too much credit like I mean honestly like berserk is a cool uh, series to watch but it doesn't really show you how smarmy Satan is at the same time (laughs) like in essence like look at the Democrats right now look how much of a failure they are and think about them when you think about how we're facing these enemies but like they're like Looney Tunes bad guys like they fail over and over and over again and it's there's just there's nothing to really write home about you know (laughs) nothing to really fear naturally but supernaturally we are up against if you are a Christian you are facing what is that one demon dragon lord with like one horn or at least he, he has one of his horns chopped off so he has one horn that means something, by the way. I've faced demons with one horn before. That is interesting. Because you think about the Angel Wars, like, a lot of these angels probably still have their scars from the wars, especially in Satan's camp. Satan probably doesn't really heal his minions very well. You know? So, anyway, Berserk. It's like Lord of the Rings on crack. It's like Zelda, the video game Zelda. If you have, if you don't know Lord of the Rings, it's it's like Zelda on crack. It's just a crazy, crazy series, and if you haven't seen it yet, I recommend you go read the manga. You know, you can read them online, but, you know, you support the writers. Um, but yeah, like, those books, I think more than anything, really help to define in many ways what I was going through in Asia land with like a million demons and all these ancient spirit warriors and whatnot. Um, I, I've, I've never seen anything do it more vividly than Berserk because I guess the world just, um, only can show you things in the dark realms a little bit like the movie blade, you know, that's another cool movie um movies that show you the warfare between the good and the evil but of course the evil always seems to be so much more powerful but when you when you read the bible and you read the stories of like for instance David versus Goliath and David uh versus Saul and all these amazing uh battles that that took place well, you might notice that a lot of it reminds you of something that you might have seen in a comic book somewhere one time. That's There's a good reason for that, believe it or not. Those comics and the the artists do such a good job researching and just trying to um, really make it accurate, like literally just copying the original armor from old history books and museums and making it very, very vivid as as like a medieval kind of um a picture of a fantasy world but but there's so much reality rooted into it this is kind of a japanese thing too that the japanese really do a good job with berserk is one example but you could read like murakami haruki's novels too again those aren't really the most kosher things to read either but (laughs) giving you such a non-christian reading list today But in essence, you see these things and you really start to notice a kind of a common paradigm. You see like, okay, well, paint a really vivid detail, like details up the wazoo picture of reality. And then suddenly introduce a supernatural alternative world with these ancient beings... and these really horrible... hard to beat... demonic things... and then... and then watch them go to battle... like watch the spirit realm... go up against the physical realm... that is a very Japanese trait... that's something that you do see in Zelda... and you see in like... a lot of their old religions... is like there's a parallel universe... that exists... right up underneath and... alongside our world... and now... just now finally... Science is finally beginning to tell you about this stuff. But back in the old days, you know, they didn't used to tell you all that stuff. They used to just say, well, you just go to school, you get a job, and you get all mean bean, bong, bong, bongs. So I'm not telling you to do that. I'm telling you, you got to get involved with the spirit wars like Tony Floyd and Aaron V. Cox. And anybody else listening right now that maybe is aware of some of these things, blessed are you if you do them. Don't just talk about them. So we read a little bit about Ephesians here. Through Jesus, through him, we both have access by one spirit unto the Father. You are no more strangers and foreigners, but fellow citizens with the saints and of the household of God. So God has made you part of his household. He's basically set up a family for you to come and finally call home. Isn't that nice? Isn't it nice to be able to have a place to call home? Well, you have one now. And it's all thanks to to his work on the cross. And if you receive Jesus on the basis of what he accomplished there and, um, if you don't reject him and and don't um, leave off his marvelous work as something to be like, oh, that's a religious thing, but you actually do seek him and follow him and worship him, well, he will make you to be a fellow hire, to be a son, to be uh, a one who has an inheritance in the kingdom of God. It's a very simple thing actually, but it's something that the world cannot and en- the world cannot endure this because it, it doesn't fit into their paradigm. It's not a part of what they have going on. So the world in all of its wisdom did not know God. It didn't know him. It, it couldn't know him. It couldn't be a part of him. It never will. It will always be something that God is just a foreign entity to, and um, there's a good reason for that. In fact, the world, in all of its wisdom, didn't know God. God doesn't know the world, and God can fully judge the world for rejecting and, um, and just not allowing God as a part of its... Oh, uh, um, you know the world is basically judging itself by leaving God behind. That's what I want to say. And if if you know that, then it's it's easier to leave the world behind too. Like, okay, God doesn't like this either. Oh, all right. Well, I'm out. <laughs> you know, it's like thank God I don't have to be a part of this. This sucks. So anyway, I think we can all agree. That, um, it's a great thing to know God and to know his power and to know his plan. And then it's also a great thing to know that, man, we don't have to follow the world and all of its stupid things. Like I just, I felt such a freedom once I knew that to just be able to like leave it behind and never go back. Like literally just be like, okay, we're done. (laughs) You know, you're, you're my ex-girlfriend now world. I don't need you anymore. Like that really set me free, but it also started my journey of like struggler, you know, as far as berserk is concerned too, because you know, suddenly that you are an enemy of the world. Like, you know, that the world is not your friend and you're not its friend and you're never going to be friends. So, it's gonna it's gonna continue to hate you and fight you. Well, you're gonna always have to hate it and fight it too, and that's fine. Yeah, I'm okay with that. Um, it's as long as the world knows that we're not friends. Fine with me. <laughs> you know, we're going we. This is war, essentially. Like the world is is so like it desires and it demands worship. It demands that you become enslaved to it. And we have that understanding, the Illuminati, Satan, God. We have that understanding of that we're against each other. And I'm fine with that. And the world is probably fine with that too. And the more time goes on, the less the world has. Because guess which one wins in the end? Guess who is actually going to um, maintain the line when everything else falls to pot it is God's kingdom that will, will last and there's the prophecy in Daniel 2 where there's basically there's two uh, not two but there's many kingdoms that will be leading up to the final kingdom of the Antichrist the beast system and all that and the final beast system will be nothing more than just weak iron mixed with clay. Like just, um, it'll be a mess, (laughs) you know, like the beast system at the end will reveal how empty Satan's real power is because all it takes is just one giant stone from heaven to destroy everything and to bring God's kingdom to earth. It's going to be an amazing time and we're going to see it all happen. We're going to see it probably in this generation. I expect for all the things that the prophets have spoken to be fulfilled, but not without a lot of blood. First, there's going to be just a huge war. There's going to be Armageddon. There's going to be just an endless nonstop battlefield and you and I are going to be a part of it. But, we're also going to be full of so much joy because we're going to be invited to the marriage supper of the Lamb. And that marriage supper of the Lamb, essentially, you're going to have the full... everything that that you desired and ever joyed over and all of those things, he will basically give to you in one moment. Because a lot of what people desire is actually, unfortunately, it's just drugs and you know having a big drug trip and all that. Well, you're going to have that, <laughs> but it's it's going to be a little different than you thought, Buster. Um, a lot of it will be just uh, a fulfillment. It doesn't have to necessarily be sexual, but the bride is going to be. Extremely pleasured by her husband. So expect to be very, very happy with Jesus. And that's where you see a lot of Christians get into this weird, like laughing, and people say that they're drunk. And that's not just a temporary thing. Like that's a big part of Christianity. Like that's a really big, important part of our balanced breakfast is that God gives you so much joy that you don't even know what to do with it all. But if you are the kind of person who tries to control people and you know you don't um, truly love others from the heart and love God and have that sense of like, hey, I want to help people. I want people to know about Jesus. Now you're more like a, yeah, I'm going to control others and I'm going to get what I want kind of person. Well, then you might not be happy with what God's got for you. He's all into freedom. He's so much about freedom and he's so much about just God's people finding what their destiny is and who you're meant to be, all that stuff. And it could even be, you know, something seemingly worldly. It could be like a, a sort of desire to, to be a a great musician or A great artist, or something of the sort. I don't know. I mean, he's got so many different things that we're called to do. What is it that you're called to do that he wants you to do? So seek him about that. Let's find out. What is it that you want to? I love to talk to people about Jesus, and I also love to talk to people about just random things that they wouldn't otherwise think were important but that eventually lead them to know about Jesus. It's all about like that process, you know. Sometimes it takes a long time for somebody to come to know God. But once they know him, they know it's they know what it's all about. They know that they've been brought into the fold and it's yeah, it's it's all good. After that, you know, he has many more good things to share with, with his people. Anyway, um, we're kind of blabbering here. I, I wanted to talk more about Berserk. I think the, the idea of being a warrior really stems from, for me at least, from reading a lot of those old manga like Berserk. And now at this point, it's been so long since this this whole saga kind of started. Nobody really cares anymore about like the ending because it's been so long. Like I think he just... As many Japanese do, he um, had it as kind of a passion project and maybe somewhere along the way a little bit lost track just because of life stuff. And, I mean, God knows what these people do. And Japanese are crazy, you know. (laughs) Let's just admit. If you've been to Japan, they get their stuff in order and then they're just wild and crazy people. And I love them for that. I love Japanese people. Um, anyway, so what about Berserk? Like, what is the final analysis of this incredible incredible story? I think that um, you're going to see more demons in the world. <laughs> I think people are already manifesting demons like crazy. You know, it's it's obvious that the world has rejected God again. And the only alternative to God is the devil. So whoop de frickin You're going to see more of that. But while that's happening, I think you're also going to see an incredible return to who we're truly meant to be in God. Who, you know, we're meant to be in ourselves, too. Because God has manifested himself into us also. So if you think about it like that, well, that means, well... That means that God became a man, so we can also be in God now. And if you think about it like that, then wow. I mean, the possibilities are endless. Because being in God, God being in us through Jesus Christ is amazing. But then us being in God means we get to partake of an eternal eternal life vision that God is literally going to give us the ability to, um, to manifest things, to grow into him and to build. And it's like, what do you want to do with your life? What do you want to be? Where do you want to go? He will also give you the ability to, um, tackle things that, uh, haven't been seen before because there are things that you want to do that nobody else has ever thought of so in essence what I'm saying is if you will follow him he will help you to be like him and then he will show his face in some sense, in some way, someday somewhere, you will learn that it was not a fantasy all along, it wasn't a manga it wasn't just you being tripped off with things it's it's all coming true and it's all real and it's just time to time to know the Lord. That's all I can say right now. Time to know the Lord Time to follow God and let's find out the fullest extent of the law of the Lord the goodness of God and what he wants to do with us. I think that's that's that comes down to it like that, like humanity is meant to be the divine feminine. We're meant to follow him. He is the masculine, the instigator, the alpha male, and um for all of our warriors and for all of us alpha males out there who love a good fight and we love to win, he still he is the ultimate dominant leader who will, in the end, he will show us what our role was all along. I mean, do you want to fight God like the antichrist? Do you want to be like in charge of reality or are you ready to allow him to show you who you're meant to be and what you're really going to accomplish? I think that's pretty obvious anyway. So allow the gift of the grace of God to be given to you by the effectual working of his power. Again, you can read the book of Ephesians and you basically have all of Christianity right there. What do you think about that? One Lord, one faith, one baptism. There is one body, one spirit, even as ye are called in one hope of your calling. One God and Father of all, who is above all and through all, and in you all, but unto every one of us, is given grace according to the measure of the gift of Christ. When he ascended, he When he ascended on high, he led captivity captive, he gave gifts unto men. The Holy Spirit has come. The Holy Spirit gives us gifts. Let us come to the Holy Spirit to know him in full. Alright, turning off the YouTube here. For you there on on a Spreaker still, I've got some really good Music there. God bless y'all. Uh, this is a song that is probably going to be flagging this channel. Probably. <laughs> I don't know. But it's like, if I voted Democrat, when I will, or something like that. When I vote Democrat. Let me f- see if I can find it. If I ever vote Democrat again. If you haven't heard this before, <laughs> of course, YouTube's trying to hide it. Oh, I gotta find this. This is so funny. It's totally shadow banned on YouTube. That is so funny. Oh my gosh. Okay, Brian Lewis. If I maybe I'll vote Democrat again. Okay, I turned the video off so I can turn, I can take off my shirt. It is hot in here, man. Woof. I can't let people see all my muscles, how much I work out sometimes. The funny thing about this video is that it looks like Hillary Clinton is standing in the first seat. <laughs> like She's sitting in the first seat. She's not, but anyway, let's see if it plays through Spreaker here first, one second. Oh, crap, it doesn't. All right, I got to adjust my sound. All right, that's just all there is to it. I just got to just my sand. This is live radio, by the way, so if you're listening to this on a podcast, you're like, why is this guy? Because it's all live. Everything I do is usually live. But I do broadcast it into the podcasting realm, so. (laughs) Okay, it works. Hallelujah. So listen in to Brian Lewis. Maybe I'll vote Democratic. Also, I
1: didn't know that I'm the only person in this room tonight that's not an elected
0: official.
1: So forgive me if I stumble over this. This is the first time I've ever played this in public. So I may forget a word, but you guys never heard it, so you won't know it. <laughs> This is called Maybe I'll Vote Democrat Again. Oh, no. no, no, no. This way. <laughs> <laughs> They throw B. Hussein O. in Guantanamo, slam the door and lock it. When Bernie Sanders finally takes a dime from his own pocket. When AOC can speak and her IQ sounds more than ten, maybe I'll vote Democrat again. (laughs) They got this freak show they call Beto, who pretends he's Mexican. When the poll gets close, I bet Mayor Pete will take it on the chin. When someone tells Kamala Harris that she can't sleep her way in. When I see Liz Warren's teepee, I'll vote Democrat again. (laughs) Candace Owens hosts the View instead of those four hags whose lovely personalities make a buzzard gag. When you turn on your TV and there's real news on CNN, maybe all
0: I love. It. He's got a cowboy hat. He's got jeans and cowboy and boots. Jeff An K. American was flag. Here
1: today he's screaming, shake his fist that his beloved party's been hijacked by socialists. Take away our guns is number one in their bag of dirty tricks, but if they try it, we're gonna party like it's 1776. When they can talk the cattle into holding their for in, yeah, that's when i vote Democrat again. <laughs> Hell yeah. When Slick Willie finally fesses up. To all his misadventures When Pelosi gives a speech She's not lying through her dentures <laughs> When creepy oh, yeah. Joe Biden stops sniffing little girl's skin Ew. Maybe I'll vote Democrat again <laughs> Chuckie Schumer is a tumor On the colon of our nation He knows he can't win Without illegal immigration <laughs> They got delusion by collusion, all because they didn't win. Now, Al Sharpton pays taxes, I'll vote Democrat again. If JFK was here today, he'd scream and shake his fist. His beloved yeah, yeah. party's been hijacked by communists. Take away our guns is number one in their bag of dirt tricks but if they try we're gonna party like it's 1776 they all scream impeachment just to cover their rear
0: end that's a marine so right they there they we're going party trees and i'll
1: vote democrat again when they campaign on killing babies well then what else can i say but this looks like the perfect time to walk away so when the Jews and the Arabs call a truce, when Caitlin's back to being Bruce <laughs> When good. the Clintons finally get the news, maybe I'll vote Democrat again. So you can take your Green New Deal and blow it out of Kyle's rear end. <laughs> Cause I ain't ever, ever,
0: ever voting Democrat in <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm Brian
1: America! I message too. Thank you guys.
0: Oh, that is beautiful. <laughs> Alright, one more song. I think my dog's a Democrat. It's hard to manage your workload. <laughs> so you gotta have some fun every once in a while. Little, little Democrats making everybody think about them all the time and... Man, I think they poisoned Rush Limbaugh. I don't think he's man. Yeah, this is an old song.
1: All
0: right, I think I'm gonna not play the song. That song's gotta be copyright. Listen to the good sound quality. Of that song. That's a copyright song if I ever heard one listen to this now this is a G2 Voice Broadcast MMS I want to play a little bit of this and I'll comment on it this is about MMS this is um, the podcast actually
2: it's a
1: thorn in the side of corrupt institutions on
0: Spreaker regarding the cure for cancer the little known
1: cure for cancer how they talked and they died spread lies and confusion but in truth we abide we got the solution
0: they have their own songs now it's amazing welcome welcome
3: welcome to the G2 voice broadcast it's sunday February sixteenth in the year of the Lord God Almighty, two thousand twenty.
0: I promised to
4: only play a few Mark minutes. Grennan,
3: and I'm here with my co-host,
4: Joseph Grennan.
3: Joe is in the house, but we have another Grennan in the house, and that would be Jonathan Grennan. So you're like a co-host. co Yeah.
4: Okay.
5: You're a host
3: of the co. The okay. brother of the co-host. Yeah. know <laughs> you're like you're the co-host of the co-host, right? Anyways, it's good, it's that good to have with us because that's what the um. The, the, the whole newsletter and the whole broadcast about it. He came back from the Dominican Republic and he's got some um, news from the field where he grew up. And we can even get into that a little bit if we have time. But good to have him with him. I want to have him talk to me. At least say hi.
5: Hi, guys. It's good to be here. This is the first time that I'm in the G2 Voice office. Studio, yeah. Studio. So it's good to be here. Um, a lot going on.
3: A lot going on. Yeah. A lot going on. Wow, uh, we got a lot of stuff going on. And just what he did last month or so is just a good testimony to the long-lastingness of people wanting to be healthy using chlorine dioxide. Okay, chlorine dioxide.
0: That's the man. Just Church of
3: Health and Healing, Jim Humble and I there in 2010. He goes back in 2020, 10 years later, and we get some good testimonies, and we got a lot of people. Guy was on TV. He's like, he's. I think you're more famous than Big Papi. Uh, <laughs> maybe, like
5: maybe in Barona. Maybe, maybe, maybe Barona, in that, yeah. okay. that area.
3: And he played baseball from there, so that's kind of funny. Anyways, we'll get into that. Uh, this is uh, in the middle. Right now, we are not here. <laughs> right now, we're not here. We are um, finishing up our last day of our 60-second seminar in English in Colombia. So this is pre-recorded. That's what I'm trying to say. Yes. This is pre-recorded probably say hi to myself Sunday. Hey, how you doing, Dina? Hello, how you all, doing, the you know, all the students. Yeah, all students. Hi, myself. Hi, Joe, and yourself.
5: Hey, you know. I'm here.
3: And we did that one other seminar. We said hi to ourselves. Hey, me in Arkansas.
5: Okay, yeah, we had yeah. it
3: on. This is 62nd in the last three. Okay. And don't take anything away from the other seminars, because but that was all training on how to use MMS. No, no, um, I wouldn't say no practicals. You were doing everything. That's practical. We do some of it, but we show them how to do everything, and they take home 50 videos. But this is to be the fourth seminar now that I've based it upon my book. Okay, and and it's a it's really important for you to understand. That there's only one disease in the body. Your body's either at ease, working in balance, homeostasis, everything working correctly like God intended, or it's in a state of disease. And that's only one state. It just changes like that. What caused it? So I get things like what is the disease of the body? Why is the body diseased? How to stop the body from being diseased. History of Western medicine that will open your eyes and hopefully motivate you many to start doing something about it. Start back in the 1700s. Not only following vaccines, but chemical companies, uh, the people in charge, the bankers, and how they manipulated everything to own the AMA, the CDC, the FDA, the 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 EPA, the Fed. I mean, really opening eyes. This real history, folks. This is not this is not uh, um, <clears throat> fiction.
0: I want you to listen to this because it's a it's a newish broadcast, G2 voice broadcast from... Actually, it's on Spreaker, so we should actually invite them to the Fringe. But they are really uncovering a lot of the corruption in the medical industry, and they're sharing quite a bit of information on MMS and how you can get cured from like a million different things. And it's not like some hoax. It actually works. It's just about oxygenation and... Um, a little bit of a complicated procedure to mix it together because it actually is real. It's not a magical drink. You just drink it after mixing it and using it in a certain way and you'll find yourself cured from lots of things. Like I got my appendix cured as I spoke of before and uh, and lots of other stuff. So at the tail end of our broadcast today, if anybody's still listening after two hours, I'm going to play a little bit of this and comment on it because I just feel like this is something that I was I benefited from like I would have had to have an operation on my appendix if I hadn't taken MMS in Taiwan about 10 years ago. So, I think other people should be aware of this too and let let you know like chlorine dioxide and um this whole Genesis 2 Church which it's not a religion. These are Christians talking, but it disguises itself as a Christian church or like a whatever weird church with bishops and they're they're doing stuff all over the world in the Dominican Republic and Africa and everywhere in the South America healing people with this basically I look at it as like the invention of modern day soap like if you went back to like the ancient times and people were dying from like stupid things and you're like hey here's some soap no but we have to chop off leg no you just need to take a shower and put soap on leg you know No, but leg is dirty. I chop it off. No, you use soap. Oh, no, no soap. No, soap is weird. Soap is magic. Soap is terrible. That's MMS. So, yeah. Anyway, if you don't know what MMS is, MMS Jim Humble, just research it. I don't have time to tell you what it is, but this is their podcast, and I just want to share a little bit of this. I want to hear it, too, actually. So, I'm dragging you into listen with me. (laughs)
3: Now, either is this book, the one I just came out with last month. This is the genesis of the Genesis two church. Back in two thousand six, what happened and what's happening up to two thousand fourteen. Month or so, volume three is coming out, we pick up from there and go to present time and it's crazy. Present time. The first two months of this year mm-hmm. have been crazy. It just we'll we'll get into it a little maybe a little bit later. But so the the, the, the seminar it's based upon a lot of the chapters in this book, Show you how the body works. You know, the, we have one chapter, we laugh about it, and I, I kind of made it a little funny to get your attention, from the pie hole to the butthole. And it's describing the yeah. digestive tube that runs through your body. It has two, two openings. Mm-hmm. So it's really outside your body mm-hmm. and how it works. And if you understand how God, the creator of it all, put this marvelous body together, Joe has a new microscope. It's pretty powerful, right?
4: Yeah, we're practicing with that. Man, we're very, seeing very some strong. stuff.
3: We are seeing some stuff. So we'll even be able to check people's blood when they come here. Yeah, it's really cool. But I recommend you uh, because you're not going to make this seminar, obviously. <laughs> and next week we're having a Spanish one. So if you're a Spanish speaker, you're listening to us, you got a week. You can, especially if you come here, you can just let us know and mm-hmm. pay at the door. And um, that will be in Espanol, okay? Next week dates...
4: See, this is really local.
3: So, you heard in Spanish? I hope you come. It's going to help you. Now, um, I will get on to what we're going to talk to John about, testimonies he's brought back. But last week we talked about don't fear any virus If you have the G2 sacraments, okay? And what are they? Yeah. Can you hear me, Those,
0: Including coronavirus. A
3: glass. There's three people here with juice and stuff. So this is sacraments, the basis, okay? Sodium chloride, hydrochloric acid, same, a lot weaker than in your stomach, makes chlorine dioxide. Just heard yesterday. I don't know if it's true, but the person told me, and there's no reason to lie, but there's already patents of chlorine dioxide back to the 1811. Sir Henry Davies, okay? But the, the CDC saying for, for the coronavirus, mm-hmm. chlorine dioxide will kill it. Now, we're going to get oh, that up next week, probably in a newsletter. The guy told me about it. But there's a patent in it. There's a patent for these things saying they killed the human. Um, Coronaviruses Yeah Well, it's with Ajax and It's a very weak virus, folks
4: Yeah okay. Ajax? Which, that's what? what we talked
3: about last week We don't care what virus it is Case in point This is the man That stopped the crisis From happening in 2014 With one of our other bishops mm-hmm. In Barona Where he just came from And the crisis was The chikungunya virus And was, that's a virus Yeah Caused by a mosquito bite, right? Well, and then that's uh, what they say. Yeah,
5: it starts out some some other way.
3: We're talking to some sick puppies. These puppies were sick. He went into eight six hundred people, right, in the sugar cane fields with the Haitians.
5: Well, Joseph basically, went, uh, Bishop Joseph before you before me had already treated about 400, 450 people. Right. Um, I was guiding them through emails and how to go about it. But about three to four weeks before people started getting this chikungunya virus, they were vaccinated. And then, of course, it was spread through the mosquitoes. This is in a Bate area where it's very wet, a lot of mosquitoes.
3: Listen, you hear what he just said? They were vaccinated, and it broke out. Measles, one of the biggest, Joe, more than Ebola in the Congo – just recently, right? Yep. Like mm-hmm. more, a lot more people die of measles, yeah. but they were vaccinated. Yeah, just measles. vaccinated
4: in that area. Yeah.
3: And this virus it's really kind of, it's a very weak one, but it's spreading like crazy. And uh, I think it's worse than people think, but we don't fear it. We kind of, we don't laugh at it. This is, I mean, people are dropping it into hell. Okay. I believe spiritually, if you, if you live, in, I mean, if you die without the Messiah, Emmanuel, being part of your life and accepting his sacrifice, death, peril, and resurrection of Jesus Christ, you're going to be separated from God forever in a holding tank in the middle of this earth for a while until the last judgment. People have come back from the dead and talked about it. I know a couple. And they had no reason to lie about it. The Bible confirms it, in which everything else it confirms in history. Okay? So we'll move on from there. But that's more important to me than anything else I'm doing. This coronavirus is a, is a real weak one. Here we got you, John. Yeah. And wow, that's And some important pictures to know. that Joe's yeah. going to put up in the video mm-hmm. of John helping uh, Joseph.
5: Yeah, we were using, at that point, CDS in uh, the Daily big, Bottle. Yeah, big... And Finished. they were taking it throughout the day, but the ones that were really sick, we would give them MMS drops at the moment, and right. probably between ten and twelve on the adults, and similar to malaria sure, but once they did about two of those um they they would stick to about um three more days taking the bottle and and it was they, they would come back, and there were no fever, no symptoms of anything.
3: It was literally an epidemic, a pandemic
5: it got into a in little valley. Mm-hmm. Right? And in the United States, they had a couple
3: um, yeah, a they have yeah. yeah, but I mean this broke out right there, and they were giving vaccines out. Folks, come on, think about it. Think about it. if I if I was injected with the chikungunya chikungunya virus, chicken right? Then a mosquito bit me, right? Then later on bites you. They, in theory they, they even say Other things are transmitted this way You get it from that mosquito That they put in the vaccine
0: Yeah, hmm. The
3: virus they put in the vaccine
0: See this, these guys stuff. are really attacking the vaccine patented? industry
3: Coronavirus patented Ebola patented AIDS patented The test in the vaccines All patented When are you going to wake up? Wake up! Man, come on This ain't a conspiracy theory This is a fact they're screwing with our health.
0: By the way, this is uh, not the official leader of MMS church, whatever. Again, the church is just a front. They're actually not a church. They don't believe in like some weird new age thing. Um, this is someone who was healed with MMS like me and uh, attributes everything to God. But it's just like, hey, yeah, science. Hello. Yeah. Like we have alternative cures here. Like, can we please have them? and of course the media is attacking this trying to shut it down so it's important to at least acknowledge in my mind to know that these things exist and to um just tell people about them like if you've been healed from stuff um just tell people that they can you know that's the thing it's like what What's it going to take before we get these alternative cures? Like how many more Trumps do we need to elect or whatever? So that's all. So you'll see there's going to be more people like these guys showing up. But it's going to be a big battle to um, just get stuff out there in the mainstream and, and help people to know that this is going on. It's always a battle though. what else is new? Alright, we're going to play a little bit more of this and then I'm going to shut this off. Hallelujah.
3: But we have the thing that can wipe it all out. That's why I don't fear it at all. I, I hit stuff. I've come up in Florida last week to get my book printed and spent about a week and I get sick one day, man. I just got really sick and I don't get sick. And I just hit six drops every about six times, seven times that day slept a little bit because it knocks me out. And I was fine. We're ready to fly the next morning.
4: Okay, 2014 a patent. chlorine dioxide gas used for treatment of disease caused by infection of respiratory virus. Here is the term respiratory virus and in there they got the SARS, the bird flu, the coronavirus and two thousand fourteen. It yeah. kills it. That's chlorine dioxide. Now,
3: that's not the C D C right?
4: This is a Google Patents.
3: Okay.
0: This is
4: so the there's patent a bad yeah. Chlorine First, dioxide.
3: You're being duped because you don't do your due diligence. You just kind of like, oh well, that can.
4: <laughs> <laughs> you can use that. You can use hydrogen peroxide. You can use ozone. Yeah. all these things will kill it. Um,
3: and Mike Adams says you could probably use colloidal silver.
4: Probably, yeah. And
3: uh, because it's a very weak virus. Hmm. See, folks, I bought Mike Adams advises against MMS bacteria, though. pathogens, cancer cells, cancer, funguses, um, med- heavy metals, and that's why we have an immune. You wouldn't need an immune system if it never needed to be used, right? I mean, this doesn't, okay. come on, think logical. You, you went to public school. That's why you don't know how to reason, have logic. So think about yeah. it. They're duping us, and we have the results of them duping us over and over again. People get vaccinated, people pop up with this crap. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The guy that developed the polio vaccine said he feared that if, if not everyone, 90% 5% of everyone in that polio today was caused by the vaccine. He said that in the 60s. guess it dropped out. I got it when I was a kid. I got that little hole up here. Weird, man. So anyways, you can see the videos. You'll be able to see in the video, um, you can see the pictures in the video of people being healed. You got Joseph there. You got John there. And even like four or five, four videos. That's,
5: that's 150 people pretty much in Two days. Right. I mean suffering. And, you know, over time when you get the chikungunya virus, they say it creates uh, symptoms like arthritis and some people can't even walk.
4: Mm-hmm. And we
5: did have a couple people that came in wow. that were hardly – were barely walking.
4: They were already advanced, right?
5: They had yeah. they had it for three months or more. Yeah. And it did take them a little bit more, maybe a week, but they just kept at it and – it was completely gone they're walking again yeah. no pain
3: we don't know exactly what it is and and if you hear people say I know exactly what it is it's the lactic acid in the joints in the inflammation and, and they go on and we know, all we know is this I told Mike Adams this he's a scientist but I told him you know the scientific method I use he goes what observation repeatability he goes well that's a scientific method Mm -hmm. I said so and I he says you're a pastor you come up with that I'm a scientist and we both come to the conclusion that you can the body should work like this it should take natural things you can detox it detox it and he said that's cool so I'm saying all that to say this we know by the results we're getting that we can get rid of this stuff so don't fear it folks you know, um, they just announced they have a cure uh, for the, coronavirus. Well, don't,
5: don't fear it. Get this in your hands. Yeah. And you won't fear it. Right. You know?
3: And you can click on our sites and, and see. I think they're out of some things right now, but you said about another week to have more. But you need to get my book. Not because, ooh, you, you want to make a lot of money. All the money goes in the church. Okay. We even have projects we do all the time. We're trying to raise ten grand for a guy in Ghana Cheers. that does great stuff. I'll show you that in a minute. But yeah, I want to have John here to say that's a virus they wiped out in a few days. Okay, and you don't hear anything about John getting a Nobel Peace Prize and, and Bishop uh, Joseph. Well,
4: he's going to get a humble prize. <laughs> Ooh, maybe, maybe we got someday. some
3: ideas about that. So I'm going to keep rolling because we got an interesting program today. Yes, it's interesting every week. Um, the CDC warns the new coronavirus test kits don't work. Now, this is from Mike Adams. He did. He come up with this article. When I say Mike Adams, that doesn't mean he, he wrote it because he has some good. He has a team of people that do research all the time. But he's saying that the, the test they've given everybody in America and supplying all the hospitals and places and the borders and the airports, here's a test that doesn't even work. <laughs> it makes the people that don't have it look like they have it. The people that have it don't have it. Yeah. So he says this is like getting set up again for a mess. It comes in, which is, I think, 12 people now. One doctor in China said he fears that 50,000, no one billionaire, 50,000 are already dead. And you can see from two areas in the satellite photos through infrared, sulfuric, sulfuric oxide, dioxide?
4: Sulfur, dioxide? Sulfur dioxide. Sulfur
3: dioxide. In two areas around where all the breakouts are. Like that's what happens when you burn mass graves, mass bodies. And uh, oh, people are dropping. Gosh. We're seeing the videos. And they're Whoa. shaking. We're seeing it. It's in a city now locked down a thousand miles away. So, why are you trying to scare us? No, I'm trying to say they could put this up. And there were vaccines in the area. And even 5G was being tested through these frequencies. They say it can make viruses replicate and go crazy.
4: Well, the lab was right there where it right was there. released.
3: Right there. So, man, yeah, I don't believe it. Well, then turn it off and go listen to CNN. Okay. You get more... A, a dog sniffing the know the ass of another dog gets more information scientifically than CNN will ever put out. Is that true or what? Yes. That is true. <laughs> so, I say read the CDC coronavirus test kits distributed all across America found to produce false negatives due to failed test kit regions. That's, I believe that's the adjuvants or the way it's set up. I didn't read the whole article, but... uh Chuck it out, folks. It's on natural news. Good guy, Mike. And he's become a good friend recently, showing people that going dioxide will probably wipe it out. He did say, and I'm not saying this bad against him at all, he did say, I wouldn't take it all the time. I'd take it to kill this, but I wouldn't take it all the time. Well, we've been taking it for 12 years, mm. gym for 20. It looks many like Mike Adams is being taught. It. And even the studies have taken it a lot does no damage to any of the cells the red blood cells, the good bacteria it can't if oxygen cannot hurt those things, we can't because we're an oxidizer weaker than oxygen so just, you know, if you hear that just take it with a grain of salt you can take it every day Uh, sometimes you have to back down though you know, and we do. We just follow the way we're telling you how to take it. Don't go to these sites that just have it for sale. And they don't, if they don't show you how to use it, I wouldn't buy it.
4: Exactly. We give
3: you a pamphlet. And I'd say there's other people that do too, saying do you like this. Here's a video. Might even have a video of me showing how to do it. That's cool. I like that. In China, they pirated our, all our stuff and Jim Humble's stuff. And I'm glad right now. Maybe a lot of them have this stuff, and they make it Maybe some people are prepared. So, oh, wow. let's move on from that. But i check it out, folks. I really would pay attention. Pay attention, will you? And please, go to, go to com. Mm. Let's get rid of Google, YouTube, and all these big pharma-owned places. Amen. Mike build this com. I'm telling you, it's, it's uncensored. I guess maybe, you know, pedophilia and nudity and stuff like that. I don't even think they care about F this, F that. I think Joe Rogan's on there, so, I mean, they don't really care. And I don't really care either. I mean, not that I'm going to say F this, F that, but I'll I'll come out with fruit shits and, you know, ass and things like that, bastard.
0: <laughs> this <laughs> guy is so, like...
3: I just think it's descriptive. They're colorful. So, anyways... Go to Break the on He's just got
0: his own Subscribe way. Subscribe
3: to our channel. Our channel is G2 Church. Like our videos. That will help him and help us. Because people get tagged, more people get hits. They see, oh, G2 Church. And they'll go check us out. And let people decide. That's why I told people if you don't like it, leave. Because we only want the people here listening to us. They're going to do something, John. Mm-hmm. Even If they won't read the books I have What Jim has And and get a few things and try it yeah, you know, I mean, they won't even read the books There's no way they're going to take it eight times a day no. In a glass of water
5: Takes a little bit more Yeah,
3: you got to have a little self-discipline So yeah, those people are true. a waste of time And <clears throat> basically They're going to destroy themselves If you're a Christian listening It says in 1 Corinthians 3 What? No, you're not that you are the temple of God and the spirit of God dwelleth in you. And if any man defile the temple of God, whose temple ye are, him will God destroy. How are you going to destroy me? Lightning? No. He's going to let the toxins just eat you away. Right? Destroy it with unnatural stuff. And boy, is that happening more than ever. So please go there and like and subscribe. Now, we have a guy... It's helped us. Is this where I wanted to mention? No. I've told people that how can conspiracy theorists who claim drinking MMS bleach is a cure for autism reach millions of people on YouTube? So, here we are. Tom Porter, the Business Insider, said, we reached millions. Okay? And we tell people that, and they're like, yeah, right. Where is it? Well, saying we did. We had up to three million people that we reached. Too far away? Pull it away. Okay. There. And uh, this insider says they took us down, and they even made an algorithm against us. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they yep. they, they even, do not the want this information out there. They had made an algorithm against us.
4: So when you search MMS, it won't be readily available. That's yeah. right. It already is.
0: So,
3: I mean, are we that much? Are we that dangerous to these yes, people? Yes, we are. Yes. <laughs> yes, because it lets against you, the you system. practice self-care, you know? You show people what to do, if they do it, they're going to benefit. If they don't, you try it, right? Mm-hmm. And we don't, we don't really get upset anymore. It bothers us that people have that we have the cure for so many things, and they don't do it. but sorry, I can't. I can only deal with the people who listen. So I'll just say again, because I'm coming through it right now, the books are at G2churchbooks.org, my two volumes, and I tell people get the ebook as well because you can keep it on your phone, computer, you can do a lot of research on the things we're telling you to pay attention to by clicking on the links. You can't do that yet with a book. One day they probably will. You click on it, a little hologram will pop up, you know? Show your video, but not yet. But it's a big book folks, okay? You could keep a you can take a lot of notes in it. Now, you can even look at the people that have read and say they really appreciate it. Mike Adams was um, just on with Kerry Rivera and with our bishop, Bob, in, on IMTV.us, talking about chlorine dioxide, how it's curing autism, and, and Bob's always right there with his you know our bottles right, right there on the desk. And Alan Keyes, guy that ran for president back in 2000 against Bush, he was in our Denver seminar. What What year was that, 2017, three years ago? I thought it was 18. Maybe 2018. 18. Anyways, uh, he was there, and uh, boy, I'll show you a few things. He was attacked this week, last week, like 15 different newspapers because, you know, oh, he's uh, supporting a bleach church and give it to in Uganda and they went there with a professional <laughs> camera crew it's That's coming great. out soon folks and showed people being healed not from just malaria all kinds of stuff and it has yep. been going on for years so thank it's God true, for guys on. you got to listen to this and so he tells me this week he sees a guy 15 years he hasn't seen him right and the guy says you look like you're 10 years younger all he's been doing is a mild protocol. A lot of things have changed in his body, his face, complexion. So um, I'd have you, I'd get the links there. I'd have you go there and, and pay attention to what they're saying. And I'm putting this stuff up for your benefit. I watch this stuff. I'm on this program sometimes. Soon we might have Mike and me and Alex Jones or, or Kerry on, on the Alex Jones show. Sure, that might happen soon. Anyway, and why we we we'll uh, be cool. Really? I'll go on. What? are looking oh, I got to get on these things. We're busy enough, and we're growing organically by with good strong base of people that will do stuff. So that's what we want, anyway. So we're not trying to market anything. We're just throwing out the information, as Ezekiel thirty-three says. We're like the watchman on the wall, saying to the city, "Hey, the enemies are coming." Some will go, oh, the enemies are coming. That's what that means. Others say, "Eh, ah, who cares? I'm not worried too. Yeah, maybe they'll come. Maybe they won't. And that's our job as watchmen. I wanted the G2 voice, instead of being a microphone, being a holding a shofar oh, yeah. over Israel like you and I did, okay. over Jerusalem, blowing it. And um, But I didn't. And Maybe we'll do an updated one. Or maybe we can... But I just like that. That kind of looks that's like a broadcast. A, yeah, that's good.
0: yeah, you Church might designer. be annoyed by this guy, he's but kind
3: of a chemist, they really man, chemist need him. Chemist uh, like, he's really and all around. He's really uh, doing whatever. It.
4: Whatever. 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 He would Do everything right
3: now. Mike also had natural medicine versus coronavirus, and in the second one, he mentioned and he says this has been beat up all over the world and persecuted quickly. He mentioned carbon dioxide and showed Bottles there you can give these things to people to listen to just like I'm going to tell you to give away uh, give people a quantum leap is film it's free it's in 10 subtitle languages my free ebook of volume 1 those are free things they can listen to us and let them decide let the truth prick them and do something about it or they just you know shuff, shuff it off like nothing and then we had Mike on with us about three weeks ago now. It was a good good time. Now, here's a few testimonies, because John's got a bunch, and I'm going to read a bunch from a guy in Ghana. So these are basically, guy had a toothache, put a, he wanted, the dentist wanted to charge him $2,000, and he laughed at him, but it hurt so bad, he said he just went home and dumped a hundred drop dose of MS, mixed it,
0: a little water, drops. put
3: his mouth with it, then Put DMSO in there and That's switched crazy. it for 10 seconds. He said he never had another toothache of that tooth. what and since since then. <laughs> oh, my God. He kept um, brushing it after. I so do it like man, five or keep ten doing drops. It. Don't waste your money on d- uh, that. Now, someone told me yesterday, they went down to Mexico where they have homeopathic dentists. And when they were at, right, Joe? The one they were at, he said, did you ever try MMS brushing your teeth with is <laughs> Isn't that funny? Down in Mexico, mm-hmm. then we had two my liver flushes, folks. If you're a slow healer, then you know you you got stones probably in your liver. You got a liver problem. It's it's clogging up. It's it's disrupting functions. And they say there's over 500. Don't ask me to name them. I don't even know. There could be five million for all we know, in the my the atomic level. I don't know. But I'd show you my. The first, uh, second, and third time I did it, bunch of stones come out. I had a girl the other day, a twenty-three year old, twenty-two year old girl, huge ones, and she drank a lot of, as they say, a gassy, gaseosa, gaseosa, soda, Coke, and she had some gassiosa. huge ones. Then a fifty-three year old lady from Hungary that was here for a month, a few months ago, doing well with cancer, um, she had all this stuff come out too, and this is her second time. So these are the testimonies, folks. Okay, and uh, I can just tell you, you got to get if you want to take care of your health. If you don't, someone's going to take it from you. It's going to be a doctor or someone else. You got to be do your wow. due diligence to take care of this body that your spirit lives Amen. in, and it's designed to take natural, good foods. Okay, yep. and that's what we practice at the Jesuit Church kill the toxins, eliminate them from the body, stop them from coming in the mouth and through the skin, breathing, clean, stop them from coming in, build up the immune system that we have that will be the ultimate healer anyways, and make it strong so it can fight anything, and take care of toxic relationships, whether it be wife, husband, God, and usually a lot of times it's spiritual. Really yeah. is wow. We got all our links here. We got our newsletters. That we, you get it every week. It's free. We'll send it to you. But we be are being blocked, John, you know this because you answer letters. He answers letters. Mm-hmm. I answer letters. Jordan answers letters, and people saying like, I get blocked. Well, Yahoo blocks us. AT and T blocks us. Uh, other service block us. So you need huh. to get an, an uncensored email like Proton Mail or some of these other ones out there, and. Um, uh, excuse me, sign up to the newsletter on our sites. It's in the description, right, Joe? Mm-hmm. Every week. We follow our newsletter. That's the pattern we go through.
4: Everything you need is right there.
3: Right there. I can't find it. What can't you find? Someone told me. I can't find where to get the products. I said, well, it says right here um, on our site. Uh, where is that? I can't find it. So. Uh,
4: on yeah. Spreaker, in the, in the description underneath, it's got the g2sacraments.org. Go.
3: That's right on the newsletter. I was looking on my notes here, but you got it on the newsletter yeah. in the description right up front. You go to our is website. It's right there.
5: Look sacraments, yeah. and you'll find it.
3: You Perhaps don't go wrong. Projects. Always look for yeah.
4: the sacraments.
3: Yeah. So we have uh, a lot of stuff in Spanish, too. Explain to you.
4: Sí, en español también tenemos todo en, en traducido right, YouTube. Puedes ver a en long drag-tion. time Com, so. y la página principal que es iglesiagenesis2.org y también hay una página de M- testimonios de MMS que pueden ver dónde están todos it's los videos, cool to testimonios, testimonios, testimonios show, escritos though. que es testimonios de mms.org también.
3: Okay. <laughs> so, oh, we got God. everything in Spanish too. We have a travel kit that, believe me, I've used this a lot. It's in my Jeep, it's in my backpack when I get on an airplane, it's in my house for burns. I one, I burned my finger yesterday up where some people are staying on checking the stove. And I put MMS to me on it, five minutes, washed it off, and within ten minutes, see it right there. Mm-hmm. Gone, but it hurt. Man, it really hurt. So, those things are all available. You can follow that up. We tell people, you know, if you don't, can't make it to a seminar, do the video course. We sell a few video courses a week. And- And we're telling people, get it. You get, you can review it. You get the workbook. You got 50 videos. You download to your computer. You can become a reverend. You can take an exam. You can start a Genesis 2 church. I can become a a reverend. A A church where people can come, take sacraments. You can even give political asylum in a church. What? (laughs) What? Before they were building, huh? We're in churches. The Book of Acts. The house of Stephan. This house, that house.
0: All right. This might be my new call, guys. Now we have a
3: bishop in Ghana. He came and that's to, a uh, joke. Calgary. <coughs> excuse me. Wow. In Canada. Came all the way from Amsterdam. And um, great guy. He, his name is Kofi the Fifth Barima Asumo. But we just call him Bishop Nana or Barima. But Bishop Nana is like an affectionate name, like a chief. Yeah. And he's a chief. And he is. But he's going to all different areas. He's got a place, 20 other village, villages mapped out. He's training up people. He's He's got a really good guy. He's got a seminar. He's uh, uh going around. He's, he's, he's got this big, um, looks like a Toyota station wagon. He's got the Genesis 2 church on both sides, mm-hmm. you know, that covers the windows.
1: Yeah, the wrap. See
3: through The wrap. Tell him where he's located. He's right out there. Genesis Church, Church sacraments, so he sent me. He goes, Mark, see if you can help uh, with. D to raise ten grand to get a Range Rover, a Land Rover Defender. I use one refurbished. And I got pictures here. And he tells shows me where he's going to be going. It's like ten or fifteen different regions. But he said, sorry, I forgot to tell you my the end of the year uh, stats. We've had um, a diabetic.
0: Alright, I, I don't have any more time to share this specific broadcast, G2 voice broadcast, but I would like to share a little bit of Jim Humble on MMS. And uh, this is one of the original ones that I shared, that I listened to back in the day from Project Camelot. And uh, take a listen.
2: did things like uh, set up A-bomb tests. I worked on intercontinental ballistics missiles. And I was able to wire the first computer-controlled machine in the United States at Hughes Aircraft Company. So they called me in and, and had me uh, repair the uh, lunar vehicle. <laughs> And so, did they go to the moon or didn't they? I don't know whether they took it to the moon or they took it out to the... the he repaired mountains. the lunar <laughs> vehicle. He was going through the uh, files one time and he came upon this photograph, an 8 by 10 photograph that showed a space station on the backside of the moon. I figured, they didn't get all that gold out there. I can just go out and get a bunch of it myself, you know. And so... I started out mining and I found out that that pretty much that they did get all that gold out there after all. I developed new techniques for gold recovery. When you have a a billion dollars invested in a particular process, it isn't likely you're just going to change, you know. It's it's not something that they usually do. These guys were really sick. And so I asked them if they would like to try my water purification drops that I had brought along with me. And uh, in four hours, they were up laughing about how bad they were feeling just a little while before. Normally speaking, a person who's given uh, MMS will be well from malaria in four hours. I've treated 2,000 people personally, and, and the people I've trained have, have treated over 100,000 people. Only allowed to say here on camera that MMS will cure cancer? Sure. <laughs> I can say it. MMS will cure cancer. <laughs> wow. So, this is Bill Ryan from Project Camelot,
6: and this is Saturday... Is it Saturday? It's Friday, isn't it? Friday, the 21st of November. And I am delighted <laughs> to meet Jim
0: Pretty Gina. ahead of their time. It's my pleasure.
6: It's wonderful to meet a man who's got a good taste in headgear. <laughs> <laughs>
5: and
0: he, he's got a cool hat. And
6: we're here in southern Germany, in Walden, at a conference where Jim is speaking in a few hours' time. And you've flown in from Mexico, I believe. How much
2: you in Mexico?
6: A few days ago. Yes. Now, Jim, it's very clear that you've had um, an extraordinary life. What's your background? What was it that brought you to the point when you were in Guyana, you were prospecting? Was it for gold?
2: Prospecting for gold, yeah.
6: So take us through a fast forward of your life and your training and how come you got to that point in Guyana?
2: Well, um, uh, I uh, started sort of uh, in the uh, aerospace industries. And I, I started as a technician in the aerospace industry. And I, I uh, uh, just, as things worked out, I, I became a, a non-degree engineer as a um, research engineer in aerospace. And uh, I did things like uh, set up A-bomb tests and, uh, and I uh, A-bomb? A-bomb, atomic bomb, atomic bomb, atomic, test. atomic bomb tests, And I worked on intercontinental ballistics missiles and I worked on uh, uh, power generation from, uh, from plasma. I had, uh, uh, you know, it just happened that uh, uh, I was uh, in the right place at the right time and, and back in uh, those days and I was able to wire the first computer-controlled machine in the United States at Hughes Aircraft Company I, you know I for a number of years there uh, I sort of you know, locked out and, and worked on the the edge of science on a, on a number of different uh, projects and and I I, I, I I had a lot of fun <laughs> working on a, on the various different uh, projects and so but um, uh, you know the, the Cold War come to an end, and the aerospace industry sort of come to an end, and and so I went into uh, mining, and I I got uh, interested in mining. I uh, uh gold mining, of course, because I was thinking that I could make a lot of money in gold mining. I was like a lot of guys. I figured they didn't get all that gold out there. I can just go out and get a bunch of it myself, you know, and so. I started all in mining and I found out that, that pretty much that they did get all that gold out there after all and so it uh, but in the process of being in mining I started uh, working with the various different mining techniques and I wrote uh, five books on uh, mining uh, recovery of mainly on the recovery of gold different ways of leaching and I, I wrote uh, ways of uh, of uh, not using uh, uh, mercury they were a lot of mining was using mercury up to that time and I, I wrote uh, a book on how to use mercury safely and then I wrote a book on how you didn't need mercury after all <laughs> and so uh, I just sort of got uh, into and I developed new techniques for gold recovery and I could go into the jungle and and recover gold that they had missed before, because I could recover the very, very fine particles of gold with um, my particular technique. It uses nothing but water, and it makes uh, no harsh impact on on the environment because there's no chemicals. and And and, and it will not only that, but it does a better job and a lot cheaper job than than the chemical operations that they have now. But those people who are using the chemical operations, uh, they don't particularly care to talk about it. So it's uh, not something that uh, is easy to, to sell. It's just like a lot of things, you, you, they don't want to change, you know. People are doing something and they don't want to change the way they're doing it
6: so that second career actually has got a lot of interesting parallels with your third career yeah. about the vested interests that want to keep on using more toxic and ineffective approach
2: that's correct and that, there is a lot of uh, parallels there and there's, uh, um, and and it, it would be uh, a real good thing for the mining industry to use uh, the process it's much cheaper easier to set up but uh, um, when you have a, a billion dollars invested in a particular process it isn't likely you're just going to change you know, it's it's, it's not something that they usually do and uh, uh, so I don't worry about it too much <laughs>
6: but in that first career which you had back in aerospace yeah. didn't you have something to do with the lunar module or the lunar lander
2: was it? I was working at um at the uh, General Motors Defense Research Laboratories in Santa Barbara at the time. And, and, uh, and uh, they had taken the lunar vehicle up there to uh, uh, get it ready to be loaded on the, the, the ship going to uh, the moon, of course. And uh, there was some parts inside of it that was broken. And, uh, uh, I don't know, minor, tiny accident, but there was a few wires that were broken and everything. And, and I happened to be an electronic technician, and they knew I was, so they called me in and, and had me uh, repair the uh, lunar vehicle. <laughs> and so, so uh, okay. that I, and I just uh, got That's to kind of cool, guys. work on it, and it was kind of... Uh, interesting what they were doing and did they go to the moon or didn't they I don't know whether they took it to the moon or they took it out to the, the mountains in the desert <laughs> but I assume that they took it to the moon
6: we actually heard um, uh, from one of our whistleblowers that both of the stories were correct that some of the missions went to the moon some did not some of the photographs were real, and some were not, and the whole thing is a is a real mixed bag. Yeah,
2: right. I remember I remember that flag, you know, waving. <laughs> <laughs> so, so uh, you you never. Uh, of course, there wasn't any air on the moon, so the flag really shouldn't have been waving. But uh,
6: there are all kinds of weird yeah, right. right. crosshairs hairs behind the image. Yeah, of
2: yeah, strange
6: right. anomalies, but. Didn't you say that that you were working in the room with a colleague who saw something interesting at one point?
2: Yeah. Well, yes, sir, I did. I had a, a friend who was working at JPL, J. Jet Propulsion Laboratory, which was doing all of the moon uh, work at that time, and he was a, a draftsman, and he he had. Uh, well, he had the right to go into the, the various different uh, secret uh, um, files to get material out for his drafting, whatever it was that he was doing. Because
6: and he had the level of clearance.
2: He had the level of clearance, yeah. Right. And so uh, he uh, he was going through the uh, uh, files one time and he come upon this photograph, a 8 by 10 photograph that showed that um, the, uh, uh, a space station on the backside of the moon. And it was yes. far enough from the moon that you could see the station, and yet you could see that it was the moon. And, and it was uh, pretty obvious to him that it was not the type of construction that the that, um, uh, United States would do. In other words, it wasn't the type of construction that JPL would do because he's familiar with all that. He's He, he was designing things along those lines, so he's familiar with what JPL did and didn't do, and, and the construction that he saw on the moon was totally foreign to Earth. So he said to you, Hey, Jim... Look at what I've just seen, look what I've got. That's right. He didn't show it to me. He couldn't. He didn't bring it out. He just told me that he, he, he told me about it, uh, explained it at the time. That's
6: a pretty interesting story. Someone should make a movie of your life. <laughs> that, would be, that would be quite a story. You've had several careers in there,
2: haven't you? Well, I don't know how interesting it would be, but uh, it would be very interesting to me. <laughs> What would be wonderful
6: here, I know there's an enormous story to be told, which you have told before, but for the benefit of people who aren't familiar with your work, can you give a brief summary, if it's possible, of your discovery, if discovery is the right word, of the Miracle Mineral Supplement, known all over the world as MMS, what it does and how it was that you came to develop this
2: well um i uh, was a a uh, gold prospector in south america and a couple of my men came down with uh, malaria and so uh, we were quite a ways out in the jungle and there was uh, no way to get any malaria
0: all right, so I'm playing this. Um, part of the reason I do this sometimes with my show is that I want to keep a record, just in case this this interview is ever lost. I don't think I've ever recorded it, so at least it's recorded here. So that it is here for... You know, so that you have the original interview with Project Avalon, which was the 2008 sidekick of Project Camelot, which endures to this day. Carrie Cassidy, which has been on Truthseeker, which is on the Fringe Radio Network, which we are broadcasting right now live on. So this is the end of my broadcast. So sometimes I will play other people's material just to keep their material because I've noticed that YouTube deletes a lot of material, which I do keep on my Keyblades or uh, Spirit Force YouTube channel. I have a lot of uh, Neville Johnson's material, for example. But right now, we are preserving some of Jim Humble MMS, just maybe the beginning of the interview. This is actually from uh, 2008, so take a listen. Listen to the testimony of how Jim Humble, with his Indiana Jones hat and his nice suit and his understanding and his experience in NASA and repairing the n- lunar landar, Lander, the, the Lunar Rover rather listen to Jim Humble talk about how he discovered MMS
2: drugs, and we had not previously believed that there would be any malaria in that area so we had no malaria drugs and I sent a couple of uh, runners off to a local mining operation but it was going to take them a day to get there and a day to get back and that's a long time without a malaria drug when you're pretty darn sick, and these guys were really sick. And so I asked them if they would like to try my water purification drops that I had brought along with me. And um, they said they weren't willing to try anything. They were very sick. So they had all the symptoms. They were laying in bed, and they were um, uh, uh, they had a high fever, and they were uh, uh, shivering and they uh, had pains in their joints and they had uh they were uh nausea they were throwing up they had uh, uh a, a extreme headache uh they were just uh um, in bad shape and so i give them a uh, uh i give each one of them a, a glass with uh, quite a few drops of uh, the uh, purification uh Um, liquid and uh, in four hours they were up laughing about how bad they were feeling just a little while before and they ate uh, dinner that night normally and they uh, went to work the next morning and the next day a couple more of them came down and the same thing happened they were treated for malaria and in the same way of course and uh, they were well and uh, the, after that, I traveled through the jungle, and I treated a lot of people in the, in the jungle in South America, which was uh, the country of uh, Guyana. And uh, I became pretty well known in that part of the jungle because I I treated a lot of people. Uh, it didn't always work at that time. I had uh, had not done any work with it, and so sometimes it didn't work, and so. Um, but I still became well-known, and, and uh, uh, finally I went into the city and started treating people in the city, and that uh, wasn't the thing to do. The government stopped me at that time. The government in Guyana. The government in Guyana stopped me because uh, several American country, uh, drug companies called down there and said, Told him, told them that if they didn't stop the guy that was curing malaria, that they were going to uh, stop shipping uh, drugs to the uh, to the local hospital. And the reason why I know oh, yeah, that is because I made, I had a, a, a friend that I had made when I first got there was a, the guy that was directly under the president of the comp- of the country, and uh, he said. He told me that's what had happened, and they had no choice but they had to to make me stop because they couldn't afford to have their hospital not have drugs, and so uh, that was uh, the situation. Anyhow, I came I went back to the United States, and I I started working on it, figuring, trying to figure out what was in it that caused uh, the malaria to be uh, cured, and uh, I. I finally realized, and what I was using was a uh, solution that is being sold in all the health food stores and had been on the shelves of health food stores for like 75 years in the United States, and it's called Stabilized Oxygen, and so that's what I was using, Stabilized Oxygen. Stabilized Oxygen. oxygen. And uh, I started working with it. Noted. And I sent it over to friends that I made in Africa and they were uh, trying it out on people who had malaria over there and uh, telling me uh, by email how it was working and so they they, uh, cured a lot of people and in the process i was working out ways of making it work better and better so we finally got to the point where it was curing everybody that they treated there wasn't any failures and so at that point, I didn't feel it needed to get any better. And so I, uh, I have been uh, working with it the same way. Now, stabilized oxygen has been used, and people have been talking about oxygen and how wonderful it was to have the oxygen and stabilized oxygen. It's been, it's been uh, uh, in books and on the Internet and so forth. But the fact is, there is no useful oxygen and stabilized oxygen. It's chlorine dioxide is what is available in stabilized oxygen. There is no there is no oxygen that's uh, that's available. So so uh, uh, they have been uh, confused all that time, and it might be one of the reasons why it never got really developed into a a. Uh, uh, to the point that it would really cure everything that, that it that it was treated. However, uh, that was uh, the basics of the development of uh, of American mineral supplement of the 21st century.
6: And it was basically what you did then, was you figured
2: out a more powerful
6: delivery mechanism of the chlorine dioxide that the stabilized oxygen was delivering in the first place.
2: Yeah, it was a simple... Thing, although it took me about a year to figure it out, but any good chemist would have probably figured it out in the first day. But, but uh, I, uh, my chemistry was limited to, uh, to um, metallurgy, and so I, a lot of chemistry I really didn't understand. So it took me a while to, to um, uh, realize what to do to it. But the simplicity of it was, as you simply add some. Uh, Uh, vinegar or some uh, oh yeah uh, vinegar uh, lemon juice and the acid in the vinegar or the lemon juice releases the chlorine dioxide and that that is what uh, uh, does the work chlorine dioxide now chlorine dioxide is not the same as chlorine and everybody gets really really afraid of uh of um, chlorine dioxide when they hear what it is, but it isn't the same as chlorine at, at all. It doesn't create the, uh, the uh, um, chemicals that chlorine creates in the body uh, or in, in water purification systems. Chlorine will create, in most any water purification system, several carcinogenic, uh, uh, you know, cancer-causing uh, chemicals but uh, chlorine dioxide does not and it's chlorine dioxide is as different from from uh, chlorine as table salt is different from chlorine table salt is sodium chloride and so it's made from chlorine so uh, it's they it's quite different (laughs) from uh, from our chlorine and uh, it's uh, uh, very very effective in the body
6: Now, I know a little bit about
2: oxygen therapies
6: and hydrogen peroxide in particular. Does it work in a similar way to hydrogen peroxide?
2: Well, it does work in a similar way, but it works in a... uh, It is a less powerful oxidizer than hydrogen peroxide. Hydrogen peroxide will oxidize many things that chlorine dioxide will not oxidize, and which sort of makes chlorine dioxide an ideal um, ideal oxidizer for the body. It doesn't have the power to oxidize the healthy cells of the body, or the or the beneficial bacteria in the body, or the or uh, or a lot of the uh, tissues of the body so um, uh, while hydrogen peroxide uh, can oxidize a lot of things chlorine dioxide oxidizes a, a very limited number of things and one, and so um, the, the limit it limits it's limited to is is so ideal it will only oxidize pathogens that's that's uh, the things that cause uh, disease in your body. It only oxidizes the pathogens. And it won't oxidize any of the uh, uh, beneficial things in the body. So you don't really have to worry about it. There's no side effects from it. There's nothing to build up with it. It, becomes, it turns into, uh, uh, after it's in the body for about two or three, four hours, it turns into a chloride. Guess what? That's table salt, and it turns into such a small amount of chloride that it is not anything that it's uh, that you can worry about. It's maybe two or three grains of table salt from a dose of 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 chlorine dioxide, and that that's all there is. So so it leaves nothing behind to cause any kind of, of side effects, or nothing to build up to cause side effects.
6: Okay now for people who have heard about mms but who aren't scientifically minded what can you say about what you're reasonably sure it can do when you say it kills pathogens you mean it kills harmful viruses and bacteria that's right and
2: how does it single those out the uh, pathogens in the body those things that cause diseases pathogens uh, are anaerobic now you most everybody understands that there's aerobic and anaerobic bacteria in the body, and the the uh, the anaerobic bacteria, and anaerobic pathogens, I'm um, anaerobic microorganisms, are the are the ones that do the damage. The anaerobic, the aerobic, are oxygen-using bacteria, and they are much more powerful. They're much stronger then the disease cause an anaerobic uh, microorganisms. So the anaerobic microorganisms are, are the guys that cause all the trouble, and they're the weak organisms. They're not strong. And I, just to give you an example of an idea, most people have been out in the woods, and they've seen, they've seen the uh, fungus growing on the trees. Well, that's, that's anaerobic. And you can walk up to the tree and knock the fungus off because it's very weak. It don't have the power that the trees, which are using oxygen, has. They're they're strong and and healthy, but the fungus is very, very weak. And and it's the same way in your body. The the, uh, pathogens that don't use oxygen are very weak. And so when you put the uh, chlorine dioxide in the body, it's a weak oxidizer. So it, it can single out the, the pathogens because it's a weak oxidizer. It only has a po- enough power to oxidize the pathogens. Now um, it, but one thing about it is, is although it's much weaker oxidizers than the other oxidizers like ozone and hydrogen peroxide, it, although it's much weaker, it has a much greater capacity it can oxidize a lot more it'll oxidize twice as much as ozone or two and a half times as much as ozone but uh, it will uh, but it can't oxidize as many different things as ozone it can only oxidize a few things but those few things that it does oxidize it oxidizes with a great deal of power it's sort of like a, it's it's a uh, Chlorine dioxide is an explosive not only in large quantities where it will blow your building apart, but it's explosive in small quantities. To those things that can oxidize, it's explosive, and it will, it will do that. And so while I'm mentioning that, I just will mention to you that the way it kills a pathogen is it blows a hole in the skin. Now, the normal um, antibiotic that you take that antibiotic has to be, has to be um, built just for the particular pathogen it's going to kill because it has to go inside and it has to, it has to make the nucleus quit working properly. But chlorine dioxide blows a hole in the side, and it, because it blows a hole in the side, that there is no possibility of any pathogen ever developing a resistance to chlorine dioxide. Now, kills uh, viruses in a slightly different way. Instead of uh, instead of that method, and and instead of going in and trying to kill the nucleus of the virus, it prevents. The formation of the special virus proteins, and of course, if the proteins can't form, it results in a in a very short period, it results in in the death of the uh, of the uh, or the destruction of the virus. So, so it uh, it kills both uh, uh, both bacteria and viruses. It also kills uh, fungus and and uh, 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 several of the other types of pathogens that, that are in the body as well. It kills
6: parasites as well.
2: Yeah, and, and it kills parasites. Uh, it kills all kinds of parasites and it kills them fast uh, because, for example, uh, uh, malaria is, a, uh, is caused by a parasite. And, uh, and it normally, normally speaking, a person who's given MMS will be well from malaria in four hours. I mean, the worst disease of mankind is well from malaria in four hours. And and, and we it, it isn't like we think it works. Uh, I've treated 2,000 people personally, and, and the people I've trained have, have treated over 100,000 people. And in that 100,000, normally, you'd find 400 people that died. Normally, in 100,000 people who get malaria, 400 people would be de- would be dead, and there were no deaths reported in that 100,000 at all. So uh, it uh, it really works well with malaria, and that's parasites. And there are a lot of other parasites that we we've, we've treated as well. Even large parasites? Even large parasites, even worms.
4: Really?
2: I've, uh, and, and when we were treating the. Uh, people in uh, the villages in Africa, ever so often we'd get one kid or a guy and he would cough up a wad of worms as, you know, as big or out as an orange almost, so it, uh, it, it, it will kill the big ones as well. So the trials that you've done
6: against malaria, where you said you trained somebody or a team who'd handled a hundred,
2: who, who cured a hundred thousand people, yeah. this is in Africa. In Africa, yes. Where yeah, that's it. Well, it was in in both uh, Kenya, and in uh, Uganda, uh, and uh, some missionary, uh, large missionary operation in, in Kenya, and Uganda, and then there's then there was guys who uh, uh, who I um, give uh, the material to and uh, MMS to, and they they went to. Uh, uh, Sierra Leone, there have been quite a few people in Tanzania treated and then of course I have treated, treated a number of them in uh, in uh, uh, Malawi um, all these countries are in Africa if you, if you don't recognize them And what happens
6: in those countries when word starts
2: to spread that
6: a scourge like malaria is getting handled so easily?
2: Well, usually a lot of other people come in uh, but uh unfortunately uh, things happen that that sort of uh, slow things down one one thing happened is a couple of missionaries decided i was evil and uh so they told all the missionaries that, in the area that i was evil <laughs> That's and devil. and and so that sort of slowed things down they actually quit using the mms and so uh the people who wanted to be treated didn't didn't get treated because you were a threat to the pastor. And maybe that was it. I don't know. They just decided. Actually, what happened is uh, one of the nurses come to me. She had a lot of pain in her hand. And, yes. And I I just uh, I I just put my hand on her her hand and I said, uh, Can you feel feel my fingers? You know. And she said, yeah, and I said, feel my fingers. And I said it about three times, and she said, oh, the pain's going away. I can feel it tingling, you know. And this this uh, uh, missionary come running over and said, stop that, stop it, stop it. And and, wow. and she, uh, I don't know, she decided that I was evil. But that
6: implies that she, you've she, actually got, got healing hands to, to some degree, do you
2: think? Yeah. Well, uh, no, but I developed a technique for uh, for healing by touch I call it touch healing and the basic theory of it touch healing is is that your brain controls all the healing in your body and uh, and so if you can increase the communication between the brain and the area that's bad it will heal faster and it can heal in in minutes sometimes not always but it often can and uh, um, somewhat little bit like reiki but not really (laughs) and uh the idea is is, as as you develop a pain in your wrist the the brain don't like the pain so it starts turning off the communication and the worse the pain gets the least communication and so now if you can get that communication going better the 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 pain will heal faster It, it works pretty good
6: and wow. what response have you had from the orthodox medical establishment? Because the statistics sound pretty impressive.
2: Well, it depends on where you're at. in In the United States, the the, um, the medical establishment there is is pretty much uh, uh, against uh, MMS. I, I was I I had, I had a, a a millionaire who had. Um, a, was willing to put up enough money to con- treat the entire country of Haiti. And uh, so I went there with the idea of uh, doing that and uh, I tried to communicate with the people there and I, and, and I talked to all of, the, uh, all of the missionaries there and every one of them was connected with a doctor in the United States and in every case the, they called the a doctor in the United States and he says don't have anything to do with it. So wow. they they were, quite a few of them were enthused about doing it, but when their doctor told them not to, they didn't have any. So so the medical establishment in the United States uh, for the last couple of years uh, have uh, not been very uh, uh, receptive to it. But on the other hand, I'm in... Mean, uh, uh, I'm in Mexico now, and, and 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 there the doctors have been helping me, I have a, a, a non-profit civil association was formed, and and uh, a number of doctors have put their names to it, and uh, uh, we started um, doing clinical trials for uh, AIDS, and uh, and. Uh, um, uh, hepatitis C and cancer, and uh, those trials have been going pretty good. And, uh, and uh, we have the guy who does the uh, uh, who, who's head of the prison system there. He's also helping us. So we've we've had, uh, uh, and the uh, local hospital has agreed to uh, to give us uh, three hundred uh, blood tests uh, for free. And so we have. Uh, uh, and, uh, and we've been out to treat the local Indians and the various tribes near there, and, and uh, it, it's gone much better in Mexico <laughs> than, it's gone, than it went in the United States, although there's a lot of uh, uh, bottles of MMS being sold in the United States. There's at least 15,000 bottles a month being sold in the United States right now.
6: now. Are you allowed to say here on camera that MMS will cure cancer? Sure. <laughs> I can say it. MMS will cure cancer. <laughs> uh, that's a wonderful thing for a lot of people to hear. Um, what statistics have you got on that, realistically, for people who might literally feel they've got their lives at stake here? Um, is there a good chance?
2: There's a good chance. Uh, in my opinion, and it, you know, I've, I've, uh, I've uh, you know, treated a, a few hundred people in Mexico, some of them were uh, cancer patients. I've treated uh, over the telephone when people call me and I set up uh, treatments for over the telephone, at least 2,000 people over the telephone. And I probably treated by email another 4,000 people. And and I have a lot of stories of people who have uh, been uh, uh cured of, of cancer. Uh, I can give you. A, uh, there was a gal down in uh, in uh, Australia who had lung cancer, and uh, the doctor had given her said you're going to die in about two weeks, and uh, and she of course uh, was in bed and she wasn't able to get out of bed except uh, they would get her out to go to the bathroom and things like that, and. Uh, uh, so uh, her her uh, doctor heard of MMS and brought it to her. He said, "You just won't take this, is not? You're you're going to be dead soon anyway, you know." And and she says, "And of course she was willing to take it." Went to the hell. There was, and uh, in in eleven days she was up walking around, and in fifteen days she got in her car and drove it down the lake and walked around the small lake and before the month was out she was back teaching school um uh she wasn't completely cured at that time but since that time of course she's been completely cured Um, just the other day uh, um, not more than uh, you know not more than a month ago my friend who works with me there in 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 uh, mexico had his uncle got cancer and he got worse and worse and he was, he was finally in bed and it was uh, uh, a uh, pancreatic cancer and, uh, and, uh, he, and, and so he said I want to go treat my uncle and I said sure go treat your uncle so he, and, and so he got on a plane and he flew to another Mexican city where his uncle was and his uncle was laying in bed totally depressed would hardly even talk to him and so he says, "Here, I'm going to give you some stuff to take." And he and he says, and and he just handed it to him. Said, so "Drink it." <laughs> and and then he he, he, he did a, a whole protocol that we have, which is putting the, the um, putting the uh, MMS on the outside of the skin and, uh, and several other things. And by the next morning, the next morning, he got up out of uh, bed and walked around a bit and by the third day he quit taking the pain tablets and that's generally the first thing that really is a good sign and most always almost always happens with cancer patients is within two or three days they quit taking the pain tablets and and uh and so she, he quit taking the pain tablets and by the end of the week he was talking about going back to work now when i left uh, mexico he wasn't totally cured but that guy was up living his life again at least
6: and it works because chlorine dioxide heads straight for anything that's anaerobic and basically just explodes it
2: that that's right and
6: cancer cells are anaerobic
2: yes but there's a little bit more to it than that with cancer you see we we put it on the skin and uh, we use dmso that's a particular uh, 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 material that soaks into the skin. Now it's, it's used by uh, people to treat horses all over the world and it's used for a lot of treating a lot of animals and a lot of people have used it too. DMSO. And DMSO. And it's, if you mix it with uh, the, uh, the MMS and you put it on the skin it soaks into the skin and it takes the MMS into the skin too. And so when it takes the MMS into the skin, it heads directly for the cancer and it soaks into the cancer, too. Instead of attacking the cancerous cells, the weak cancerous cells, because it's DMSO, it soaks into the cell and it kills the little bug that's inside the cell that's causing the cancer and it's causing the cell to be weak and cancerous. When you kill that little bug, the cell becomes healthy again. And so it, you no longer have to kill the cell. And so uh, the whole theory behind using MMS to kill cancer is we use it three or four different ways all on the same guy because we want to have as much MMS in that, in that person's body as possible. We want to make... The body, environment of the body, totally reject the cancer, and so the more we can get into the body, the more likely that the, it will kill the cancer. But we we are limited because we can't make the person sick. We got we got to stay giving him just enough that he he's uh, he don't get sick, but he's on the edge of getting sick. <laughs> so we've got to just keep him just on that very edge, and and uh, and therefore, it's pretty uh, intense for cancer. Mm-hmm. It's pretty intense. He needs to take it four or five times a day, small amounts, four or five times a day, instead of okay. a big batch at one time. What does small amounts mean? Well, small amounts means uh, three, four, five, six drops of MMS, okay. and... Uh, of course, you've got to activate the MMS too, but in small amounts. And uh, and then, of course, we the the uh, MMS that's put on the outside of the body affects the body in a different way, and it doesn't cause um, it doesn't cause a, a hexheimer Hertzheimer reaction, and a Hertzheimer reaction being the, the reaction that's caused by cells dying because it goes in and it kills the bug that's inside the cancer well, instead of killing the reaction. cancer inside the cancer no, cells yes. I should say so I had it a kill reaction so it, it uh, you know we're been having a lot of luck with cancer and uh, and almost every other disease you can you can imagine now it sounds like
6: I mean, right now watching this video there will be people who are paying very close attention to what you're saying because they may be thinking, you know, this is my last hope. Do they buy a bottle and start taking it? Do they need to consult a practitioner, someone with experience, Are there special protocols for different kinds of cancer?
2: Well, uh, some people, you know, some people have the ability to, to um, self-medicate. And boy, I mean, the medical doctors really hate that. Self-medication, you know, is it, going to keep them from getting a few bucks. And so, and so they scream about self-medication all the time, but self-medication is a good thing. People are taking responsibility for themselves, and and so I recommend that either way. If you can find somebody who has experience, that's good. But get going. And so uh, I have all of the data on my different websites, and those websites have uh, uh, protocols on them, and uh, the protocols. Uh, I tell you how to do it. I tell you how to do the cancer. Tell you how to do other things as well. And uh, the latest one is, uh, I, I say, a protocol for people who have life-threatening diseases, and that is uh, uh, a, uh, a the latest protocol and the protocol that we've been getting the, the best results for for uh, life-threatening diseases like cancer. There, there are a lot of other things that that you don't need to go that intense with. You can, you can take it much easier. But uh, normally, I have all of those different protocols on and, and a lot of other data, too. And for people who really want to study up on it, there, I have what's called an MMS Answers site. And there's more than 800 questions and answers that, that, that I have given people. Over the last uh, year, and those answer those questions are are um, they're uh, uh, cross-referenced in, in a number of different ways, so you can look up almost anything. If you want to, if you want to look up pancreas, you can look up pancreas. If you want to look up colon, you can look up colon, or a number of other things uh, in that uh, manner.
6: So, what you want is to give people the power to take their own health welfare back into their
2: own hands, away from the profession. Exactly, exactly. I think the more a person takes responsibility for his own health, the more likely he is to, to be happy and stay alive. <laughs> and in terms of the
6: list of the diseases which MMS has been shown to be efficacious against, you're malaria, AIDS, cancer, what
2: else? Um, flu, uh, Uh, colds, uh, uh, all types of diseases of the mouth. Um, uh, Most people find that even people who think they have healthy mouths, if they will brush with MMS once or twice a day, they'll find that their their gums will get uh, harder, their teeth will get more solidly in place, the teeth will get whiter, the uh, MMS uh, kills any bacteria that's on the teeth and, and helps the enamel uh, remain solid and helps the enamel build back to a certain extent because if you kill all those bacteria in there, the enamel can uh, improve to a certain extent. And uh, uh, I've, all kinds of people who've had uh, terrible, terrible diseases of the mouth And I'm including abscess teeth, including abscess teeth. Now, I was, for a long time, I was pretty much convinced that if the tooth abscessed from the inside, you couldn't get MMS into it. And therefore, you couldn't cure it if it was abscessed from the inside. But the fact of the matter is, is uh, one of my uh, guys said, Hey, I'm going to try that DMSO and see if it'll soak in. And so he put it in and, and, uh, and, and uh, brushed his mouth with a real light, or soft toothbrush for a while, just dipping it in the uh, DMSO and the MMS combination and just brushing it. And in about two days, the, uh, the abscess in his tooth went away. Now, that's a total impossibility, but it worked. <laughs> and, and so it uh, it does really great things with with mouth. Uh, I mean, I've had lots and lots of people call me and tell me that they that their mouth was in terrible shape and and uh, and tell me how it had improved to to uh, normal or even better than what you consider normal. So uh, it it really works well with fixing the mouth up.
6: Now, there are two modern-day plagues that could spread, so we are told. One is tuberculosis, and the other one is avian flu, if it comes to anything. Mm -hmm. Would you have reason to suspect that MMS could work against both of those?
2: Well, I I sure would. Uh, The uh, avian flu, of course, uh, uh, you know, there's been an entire multi-billions of people on this earth. There's only been 300 cases of avian flu, and those guys that got that uh, was in places that was highly susceptible to it. The chances of it ever happening is very, very slim, although uh, our the president, uh, uh, Bush, uh, thinks, has uh, been talking about how he expects it to, to happen you know and, and there's a lot of people are talking about uh, in the drug cartels are talking about how it's going to be it, it's just gonna happen sooner or later it's got to happen but uh, they just don't know how soon it's going to happen but they know it's going to happen well
6: there's yeah. some people who think
2: it's been weaponized uh, that's right there are some people that think that it's been weaponized but but um, uh, I think that the, the flu that's been the most dangerous was the 1917 flu. It killed 50 million people, and they've gotten that one back too. So they 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 re reconstructed it from uh, people who were buried up in the uh, uh, up in Alaska who had the flu, and they were buried in uh, in ice, and they've been in ice all these years. And but um, uh, I think it. Uh, uh, MMS uh, kills any flu that I've seen so far and it's just a pathogen and, and uh, so it, it should be able to kill that flu as well. And mm-hmm. So if, if the best way is to keep a bottle of MMS on your shelf.
6: No. <laughs> is there anything you can say about your own vision for the next few years? Because this has been a staggering story. This started in Guyana How many
2: years ago? In 1997, in Guyana, so what's that, 10 years now. So
6: in a decade, it's now a worldwide phenomenon. Yes. You see it on on every discussion board, on every internet forum, and people are talking about it, people are writing to us about it. The alternative health community is abuzz with this. What's next? Where is this going to go?
2: What are your personal plans? Well, I'd like to. Um, uh, I'd like to start in Africa, and uh, take one single country, and uh, uh, just cure all the malaria in that one country, and we'll get a lot of the AIDS while we're at it. Of course, AIDS is a much more complex uh, disease and much harder to handle than. Uh, than malaria, but uh, I think that we have some protocols, ways of using MMS that will uh, probably work on uh, AIDS. So far, we've had good luck. And what country uh, in mind? Uh, well, I, yeah, I have the country of Malawi in mind. It may not be that country, but uh, that country would be a good one because I've already talked to all of the... uh, uh, I did talk to all of the uh, uh, people in the government there. They were all very uh, helpful. They all uh, 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 were happy to see me. They were happy for me to be treating their people. There was no uh, governmental um, uh, problems at all. They uh, even uh, they had a malaria department in the government, and, and that department was happy to uh, um, uh, work with me. So uh, I'd like to go somewhere. like I'd like to go there just because it would be easy to, uh, to, to get things going without uh, a lot of uh, 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 getting permission and, and, and problems. That would be the main thing.
6: Is there any possibility that you could get scientific studies written up in, in the scientific journals?
2: Uh, yes, there's a possibility, but I, I've discouraged that. I have, I've had chances, people have asked me if I wanted to do that, and, and, uh, and I have discouraged it because we have been a grassroots movement from the very beginning, We've been very successful in being a grassroots movement. And when I say grassroots, I mean below the government's radar. They haven't, haven't been aware of us. And, uh, and uh, I have one of my friends check with um, uh, the FDA the other day. He went in and, and he went to the, the third man in, in control in the FDA. And and ask him about MMS. What do they think about it? And 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 the guy said, "Well, that's just uh, crap." He said, "We don't worry about things like that." He said, uh, "We have these multi-million-dollar corporations that are that are furnishing uh, 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 <coughs> herbs that are uh, replacing some of the drugs, and we have a lot of." We don't have enough money to control them. He says, why are we going to worry about some little guy down there in the, in the uh, street selling MMS? So so they aren't aware of what MMS will do. They're not aware of what's happening. And I want so to leave smart. it that way. I don't want the, the governments and the various different uh, drug companies finding out about it. I've had chances to go on national newspapers and 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 one or two chances to go on national tv and i've always uh um, uh, rejected it although i've i'm happy to go on the internet and i've had a lot of different internet uh, um, uh, attention but i don't want i didn't want to get it spread out so much that the government's gonna get their hand in it because you know what they do? They they stop. <laughs> they stop whatever they can. So I, I'm I, I'm I've been avoiding that. Eventually it's gonna come, though eventually we're gonna have to uh, to let uh, the the news is gonna get out and but uh I mean as and long sabotage as I can on that. And
6: you've heard one or two stories of people who've come up against the powers that be and suffered a little bit for that, haven't you?
2: I've heard of a lot of stories, one of my, uh, a guy that I know pretty well was trying to sell, um, was selling a, a salve that uh, affected cancer and it actually is, is um, called uh, Indian Herb and it's been sold for 70 years and it's, and the lady who's, who sells it has like 3,000 letters from people who've had cancer cured and uh, he was selling this on the internet and and as soon as the uh, 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 the FDA heard about it uh, they they come out and uh, they confiscated his house and his car and his yeah, uh, he knows and his whole, whole business and his bank account they got everything and and they put him in jail and then they kept him uh, from 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 Talking to his lawyer by moving him from from uh, jail to jail, so that he couldn't uh, get to talk to his lawyer. And then after six months, they finally charged him. They moved him around for six months, and then after six months, they finally charged him. And they uh, uh, and when he said not guilty, the judge says, "Wait a minute." Says, "Let's go to my chambers." And so the judge took him into his chambers, and he said. He said, you got a choice. He said, either you plead guilty and go to jail for three years, or we will I'll make sure you go to jail for 20 years. And his lawyer wasn't there, and he didn't know what to do, so he went ahead and pleaded guilty. Went to jail for three years. And uh, he got out of, out of jail a, a couple of years ago, and now he's down in South America. He don't want anything more to do with uh, the U.S., but... Uh, um, uh, I had another friend who was uh, that I know he's he's become a friend because uh, he, he knows what I'm doing but he was in Africa curing malaria and the, uh, as uh, people representatives from the drug companies told him to stop and he's uh, he wasn't gonna stop he was going to continue to cure malaria and uh, one night when he went home uh, well, he didn't go home, he went to his hotel room and he opened the door and a bomb went off and it blew both of his legs off, didn't Whoa. kill him he's in uh, California now, he's oh, in a wheelchair and uh, uh, that's just two of the people I know personally then the, a lot of the older guys like uh, a guy named Koch back in 1917 cured cancer and he, he, uh, his material was sold to many hundreds of doctors, and more than 100,000 people were cured of cancer before the FDA finally stopped him. So uh, it, I can go on. Uh, there's a lot of other stories about your, the, the same thing. This as, uh, is back in 2008. Uh, Rife, it was like everybody. Uh, later had these on, stories in the 1930s, then. Rife cured another. His equipment and things killed another 100,000 people from cancer. And the FDA stopped him burned all of his books and all of his laboratory equipment and everything. And, and uh, the FDA has burned many books, has had the burning of books many times. The, the DMSO book uh, was burnt, was ordered to be burnt, and it was burnt. They burned all of the DMSO books that they could get their hands on. And so it's... Uh, Uh, You've got to stay out of the the hands of the uh, um, uh, drug companies and, of course, the drug companies run the FDA and, in in case you don't know how that goes, the executives from the drug companies take a sabbatical, they take a leave from their drug company and they go over and be the guy that runs the FDA for a year. And then a drug, another drug company. Wow. And so the drug, the this FDA so in big. the United States is run by the drug companies. Yep. And uh, it's it's ridiculous, uh, and uh, and they have stopped every case, everything that cures cancer, and they convince the people, which is seems to be easy because to convince. They convince the people industry. that these people who actually have cancer cures. Are charlatans and bad guys, and they convince the and and and, uh, and so uh, you know I've I've had three or four friends who who died of cancer, and they said, "Oh, I'm not going to go to the to those quacks," and and actually the medical people are the real quacks. They're the ones that's killing everybody, and and so it's uh, it's it's that's the way it exists right now. It's kind of a shame.
6: Have you had any threats against you from
2: anybody, or are you under the radar? I'm still under the radar. I haven't had any threats, but I live in Mexico just in case <laughs> <laughs> I'm paranoid, so i, I keep out of the the, the 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 radar and i I don't think that uh, I think I' probably have a, another year or two before the fDA says uh oh this this stuff is starting to reduce the income of the drug companies. And that's what's going to really do the thing. When the money stops, starts decreasing, when when it looks like that the uh, the MMS is starting to replace some of the drugs, then that's what's going to really make them mad. So your goal is to get as much of this out there as fast as possible before they realize what's happening? That's right. Get as much out, get as many people uh, using it as possible so that and you know my book tells how to make it, and it even tells how to manufacture it in your kitchen, so oh, wow. that you can you can uh, buy the book and set up to manufacture it, and. Uh, and uh, furnish it to your neighbors or furnish it to your family or whatever. What you're saying is that in your book you've actually got instructions about how to be completely
6: self-sufficient at a supply of MMS and if people want to go to that
2: point. That's right. They're a step-by-step procedure. It's a revolution. Make
0: a, revolution a since 2008. What have you been doing the last 10 years, 12 hundreds years? Hundreds of
2: thousands of bottles for your, to be sold. And for anyone who's thinking of buying some, it goes a very
6: long way. It's talking about a few drops at a time.
2: That's right. A, a bottle, a $20 bottle can last you personally, if you if say, if you want to take a maintenance dose every day, a $20 bottle will last you about a year and a half. And if you're and if you going to use it for your whole family, it'll probably last for three, four or five months. Um, and... It, the idea and and everybody has been really good at it i ask everybody i don't sell it myself uh, 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 except i'm starting to in mexico but for the last 10 years i haven't sold it myself i uh, i give bottles away but mostly i encourage other people to sell it and and everybody kept the price down i said look we want to keep the price down so anybody in the world can afford it and and they all
0: that is so...
2: So far our humanitarian-type so people, and they're all manufacturing and selling it for the same price, which is $20 a bottle. I don't care whether it's in Germany or, or South Africa or Australia or the United States or Mexico. It's $20 a bottle, and that's less than a penny a dose. You can cure a case of of malaria for five cents. And, uh, and uh, even the people in Africa... If, can afford that. Now, when we go, we ain't going to charge them that much. We're going to do it for free at first, but they could afford it if they had to. What's your
6: spiritual and philosophical backdrop that's taken you through all these extraordinary years that you've enjoyed?
2: Well, I like to believe that I'm a highly spiritual guy, but not religious. I'm, Very uh, interesting. I appreciate that. Yeah. Okay. All right. And and so, um, I believe that uh, that uh, uh, that the more spiritual a person is, and the more he looks into doing things that he knows is right to do, the more power he has. And I believe that in the whole uh, movement towards a better um, uh, health uh, movement or a better movement towards uh, making people well who are sick, which is totally against what the medical people are doing nowadays. But I believe that the more people work towards right things, the more power they have. And, uh, and because uh, if they're really doing what they know is right, they aren't, they aren't going to have any uh, guilt. They Bur- aren't buried in everybody's mind somewhere. If he's doing wrong, if he's fleecing people of their money, if he's, if he's causing people to die, somewhere deep inside there, he knows that he's doing wrong. And if he knows that, he loses more power as time goes on, and I think that that's happening on Earth today. Now, I think that as, as those drug companies cause more and more deaths, and as the uh, FDA causes more and more deaths, and more and more people, that they are slowly losing their power and not nearly as fast as we'd like but they are losing their power and i think that the the alternate medicine movement is slowly gaining power and the people in it are becoming more powerful and uh, it's happening to me what's happening to me to a certain extent is people are showing up showing up to talk to me about uh, powerful things Mm -hmm. and i'm not free to discuss most of them but i think that we are on the edge of a paradigm change in the in the healing industry
0: Mm
2: -hmm. and uh i think that (laughs) healing uh, industry (laughs) uh, that paradigm change will will happen in the next uh, very few years, it won't be a long time, and that will help us into a paradigm change and a brutality of man against man, and I don't know how long that change will take. That, that change may take uh, fifty to a couple of hundred years, but it's changing, and it, it never has changed for hundreds of thousands of years, there has been no change in the brutality of man against man. I mean, they talk about Jesus and they talk about Mohammed and they talk about all of these wonderful people that have come before. And there are hundreds of them, really. And they've all talked, taught love and they've all talked about these wonderful things. And there's been no change in the paradigm of brutality of man. And I think that, uh, that the, those of us now are beginning to come together. now we're beginning to come together in communication, not necessarily gathering in one place, but in communication. People are talking to me from all over the world. And uh, other people, like uh, this uh, group here, that uh, that we're having a congress here about uh, uh, alternate medicine and that sort of thing, and I just was to another congress in Mexico City, and and congresses are happened all over, and they're talking about alternate medicine, and these things weren't happening um, twenty years ago. Very few of them was happening even ten years ago, but believe me, we're we're going into a a paradigm shift It's coming slowly, but it's going to happen. And it's going to be, happen because there are a lot of people on Earth now that are beginning to do what they know is right. I would say that the this, that this shift has
6: started. Is We're shift. starting to see it in our own it's lifetime. very we'll prevalent today. Yeah.
2: That's right. I, 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 yeah, I feel exactly the same way. And, um, and I think that... Um, and to carry it a little bit further than that, I think that in the past, many millions of years or thousands of years, or that many of us, that there was a group of us who agreed to be here and to work on this particular paradigm shift. And I'm one of those too. <laughs> <laughs> See? And so. And so there uh, and and I'm meeting a lot of them. I mean, you're not just a lot of people are, are calling me on the phone and saying saying, "Hey, I remember when we when we agreed to be here, you know, and things like that." Sure, it's a big sure. So, right. And so and so uh, uh, we are doing what we know is right and we're so much more powerful than those guys out there that are screwing people over and causing deaths and causing suffering and pain and all that 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 they don't have a chance it's they've lost they just don't know it, <laughs> it, it it's got to take a while to get it, the point across to them but it's going to be i mean it's the the it's going to happen so that's that's uh, the uh part of it i like to mention because uh i've watched the uh the suffering and the pain for so long that uh i i like to See, I see it happening. I've, I've seen the thousands of miracles in, in the past uh, uh, few years, and I know we're going to see a lot more.
6: I think you're absolutely right. And you're right at the vanguard of the shift. You're part of the movement that's actually making this happen. You're exactly in the right place at the right time.
2: Well, thank you.
6: <laughs> I, I, you're a great man, sir. You're, you're a very brave man right. for coming out... All right. This, well, we so have now hereby the radar, preserved. There are tens of thousands of people who will be watching this video and who will be paying very close attention to what you're saying, and you will Preserved. And I take my hat off. This, this transmission. Of <laughs> well, of been a great privilege.
2: Well, thank you, Jim, Jim Humble. Just in case, this is a very important transmission. Uh, have you say such wonderful things? <laughs> thank you, Jim. <laughs> you're welcome
0: so that was
2: thank you thank you
0: thank you that was the Project Camelot Project Avalon um, the Australian gentleman interviewing Jim Humble about MMS and you can follow the latest stuff which we shared today on G2 Voice G2 Voice broadcast on Spreaker bless you this is Michael Basham supporting The battle for humanity for the future. God bless you. Hallelujah. Fight the good fight. Be a strong boy. Don't give in to the darkness. Hallelujah. Goodbye.